Portions of this program were pre-recorded. Hey, can I say something? Attenzione! Attenzione! <laughs> Attention! You gotta hear this. This is hilarious. Oh, God! Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming here. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. I hear you every morning. By the way, I just laughed and a booger came out. <laughs> Elvis Duran in the morning show. Don't you ever do that? You just laugh and a booger falls out? Hey, booger! <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, good morning there, Danielle. How you good. doing today? Good, thank you. Hope you're well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm well, I'm well. What about you, uh, Gandhi? How you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Wait, where are you today? You look like you're you're in a different town or a different bedroom or somewhere. I am not. I'm just in a different place in my sister's place because we have this new equipment, so I have to plug in a little differently. So now I have a lovely shelf of knickknacks behind me. You do. (laughs) You do. There's Froggy in his guest bedroom. Good morning, Froggy. Good morning. And there's Scary. Good morning. There's uh, Straight Nate. Where's Straight Nate? He's here. Nate? Hello. Hello. Well, I don't hear him. Yeah. You missed the roll call. No. Oh, oh, I'm there. sorry. Hello. <laughs> sorry about that. All right, well, then he's... <laughs> are you on or off the show today? I need I, to know. I, I need a commitment I'm on. I was busy talking to our first caller. Okay, good. And then there's producer Sam. Hi, producer Sam. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> All right, so we need something... like a, We need a killer song to start the show. What do you have, Scary? A killer song. Oh. Oh. oh the killers. <laughs> that was a cheap way of introducing a song from the Killers. What day is this? Is this Wednesday? Yeah. Oh my God! August twelfth.
Well, well. See, you need something loud to wake your ass up. Well, welcome to the day. It is Wednesday, August 12th. I, as I said, I was actually correct for once. What do you know? Every once in a while, I'm, I'm right, but yeah. not a lot. Hey, our first caller of the day, John. You know what? John has a cool job. He gets to wake up early, go hang out on the grass, outdoors. John uh, works on a golf course. Hey, John, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How are you? We're doing okay. I think we're doing okay. Yeah. So what do you do at the golf course? Does it have something to do with balls? <laughs> well, we find a lot of balls. Balls nice. everywhere. If you want some used yeah. golf balls, I'm the guy to go to. Balls, <laughs> balls everywhere. You should yeah, open up a used golf. You should open up a used golf ball dealership. Well, so you get out every day. You you cut the grass. You make sure it's looking fine. I mean, how's business? Are a lot of people returning to the golf course? Oh yeah, I mean, especially on the nice days, it is packed. People are dying to get out, um, and it's one of the few things that's fairly safe. And uh, yeah, so it's pretty busy all the time. Yeah. Hey, you know, Froggy is our resident golfer. Do you have any questions for uh, John Froggy? I do. So I noticed some days where they put the hole on the green. Like some days it's in a really hard spot, and other days it's in an easy spot. The day it's in the hard spot. Is that because you guys wake up in a bad mood and you just make it hard for everybody all day? <laughs> no, no, there's actually there's actually a chart that, uh, you know, according to what day it is, you know, there's a certain area where the hole has to be placed. So they cut, oh, the, really? cut the green into, say, thirds. And then, you know, this part of the third, you got to put the hole somewhere within that area. And it has to be, you know fairly level and flat. I had you no idea. Put it on. I didn't know that. See? I had yeah, no idea that so you were moving we... your holes every day. Did you, did you <laughs> else know that? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know holes were movable. God. Like, there they go. Very tricky. It's Very Tuesday. Got to move my hole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, look, John, I, I do appreciate you waking up with us every morning. Tell everyone on the golf course we said hello. Stay safe. Enjoy your time outside today. I hope you have a nice day. What's your weather like today? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. It's supposed to be humid and hot, and we might get a shower. But right now, it's beautiful out here. It's it's peaceful, and it's uh, it's nice. All right. Well, enjoy your day. Thanks for listening. We have Elvis Duran Morning Show Scrubs from Hackensack Meridian on the way. And like I said, stay safe. But thank you for listening every day. Hold on, John. How cool to be able to work outside every day. That's good until it snows. <laughs> then you're oh, like, yeah. uh, but I didn't know about that. The moving hole thing. I had yeah. no idea of holes removable. Neither did I. Jeez, we learned something. Get up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut, Shut up. up. Did you know that every day they move the holes on the greens? <laughs> Shut, Shut up. up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> We have to do that again today. All right, let's get into your horoscopes. Producer Sam, who are you doing them with? I'd love to do them with Danielle this morning. All right, All right so, let's go. Uh, Capricorn. Oh, actually, it's Dixie D'Amelio's birthday today, so oh, happy Dixie. birthday to her. Capricorn, expect some turbulence in the weeks ahead, but know that clear skies are not too far behind. Your day is a nine. Aquarius, summon a more calm approach in explaining important details on a project. It'll benefit your entire team's productivity. Your day's a seven. Hey, Pisces, be sure to really listen when somebody speaks to you. They're looking to be heard, and they're coming to you for guidance. Your day is a nine. Aries, a glimmer of hope exists on your long journey from point A to point B, and it's a lot closer than it appears. Your day's a 10. Hey, Taurus, live a life with no regrets. Let go of a past mistake. Allow yourself to be free of the chains that hold you back. Your day is an 8. Gemini, Ooh. someone close to you may have missed your point. Try and speak clearly and honestly for your best results. Your day's an 8. 
Cancer, certain phrases can go a long way. Encouraging friends and family, use that to your advantage. Your day is a nine. Leo, don't only be preoccupied with feeding your stomach. Remember to feed your mind as well. Huh? <laughs> your day is an eight. The stars went rogue on that one. Virgo, Virgo, your effort in a certain project may have felt meaningless, but the longstanding results are um, very important to your growth, and your day is an eight. Libra, do not be quick to tell someone just to calm down over a situation. Oh. Sometimes, and I think really all the times, that adds <laughs> fuel to the fire. Your day's a seven. Scorpio, the road ahead seems long and strenuous. However, you have all the tools needed to make it comfortable for you. Your day is a nine. And finally, Sagittarius, you may feel like a certain decision ahead lies on a cliffhanger. Trust oh. that your story will always come with a happy ending. Your day is a 10, and oh. those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. Our favorite intern with the severe case of wanderlust, intern Robbie, uh, just woke up. Uh, thought he'd hop into his car in Boston and drove all the way to Cleveland. Now he's headed toward Oregon. He's just out for a drive. <laughs> Long drive. I know. Okay. I, I want to live this guy's life. Anyway, intern Robbie, be careful out there. On his way to the other side of the continent. Let's get into the three things we need to know. What do you have going on, Gandhi? All right. Yesterday, Barack Obama called it a good day for our country after Joe Biden chose California Senator Kamala Harris as his running mate, tweeting that she is more than prepared for the job. She spent her career defending the U.S. Constitution and fighting for folks who need a fair shake. Obama said Biden nailed this decision and called Harris an ideal partner. After Vladimir Putin announced the news yesterday of Russia having created the first coronavirus vaccine, Dr. Fauci is telling us not to believe it's the real deal. He says it's one thing to have a vaccine. It's another thing altogether for it to be considered safe and effective. Putin said the vaccine was put through clinical trials and it showed to be successful against the virus. However, it's been reported that phase three of the trials were skipped, which raised a lot of doubt for health specialists. And finally, Facebook is going to step up its removal of hate speech by removing over 22 million posts. That has happened in just the last few months. That more than doubled the 9.6 million posts removed in the first quarter of the year. The platform says it's because of an increase in improvements in the detection of technology. Instagram, also owned by Facebook, is doing the same thing. They removed 3.3 million pieces of hateful content, up from over 800,000 the months before. So something's going on online, but they're trying to take care of it. And those are your three things. You know, if they remove the hateful content from our show, I wouldn't have a job. What, what, what would I do all day? What would we know. do? I'd just sit around being hateful to myself. Right? Anyway, uh, <laughs> hateful, me, me, me. Anyway, it is Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. Uh, I do believe, I think by the end of the week, we have Miley Cyrus on with us. Is that true? That's correct. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, excellent. Good. We love that. All right, let's get on with our day. You ready for Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, well, come join Is me. Is this Let's a promo? A hey, I'm Scotty B. And I'm Andrew. And we do a podcast where we eat cereal. It's literally called Cereal Killers. It is, and it's with a C because we don't kill people. We eat cereal. We talk about cereal. Literally cereal. And we eat it. Yeah. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's gag-worthy. Yeah, uh, so you don't have to buy it if it's gag-worthy, but if we like it, we'll let you know. And you can go check it out. It's Cereal Killers, and it's wherever you get your podcasts. Crunch. Crunch. Hey guys, we all know bedtime can be a battle for both you and your kids. For instance, my son used to struggle to fall asleep. Well, fortunately, we discovered Vicks Pure Z's Kids Melatonin Gummies to help him fall asleep naturally. Find Pure Z's Kids in stores. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. You know what? Just when Mother Earth gets on your last gay nerve, it's time to get <laughs> out into the galaxy. And enjoy what's out there waiting for us. This meteor shower, everyone's talking about it. Gandhi, did you go out and watch the meteor shower last night? 
I did. I did last night and then I did it again this morning and it was cool. It wasn't as bright as I wanted it to be. But how often do you see shooting stars just flying across the sky? I saw five yesterday. I saw two this morning. It was great. Right. I saw one last night too. And I totally forgot it was a meteor shower going on. I went, oh my God, what was that? (laughs) And I remembered, oh, all things galactic are happening. Also last night, uh, Daniel's dead cat, George, decided to pay a visit. Yes. Do you care to elaborate? What happened there? So I was in my bedroom and I was walking into the bathroom and I thought it was my cat Diggy sitting in the corner, which he never does. And I'm like, Diggy, I'm like, why are you in the corner? I'm like, you're never in the corner. And he goes, meow. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I leaned over to pet him, but then I didn't pet him. For some reason, I didn't. And I said, all right. And I walked into the bathroom and sitting in the bathroom in his cat condo was Diggy. And I'm like, <gasps> nope. Oh my gosh! So I turned around and I go back into the bedroom and I'm like, "What?" And there was no cat there. It was so. That's awesome. I ran downstairs telling the whole family, "Oh my gosh, George is here! George paid us a visit." They all think I'm nuts. They all think I'm crazy. But it was him. I know it was him. It was so. It was he was there. It was a cat, and it was not. You know, it it was it was nuts. Well, well, well. I mean, you are nuts and crazy, but that's besides the point. Yeah. I mean, look, I I get it. You know what? I get it. George was there just to say, hey, hey. Mm -hmm. That was it. That's that's nice. Yeah. I'm in. Was nice. Yeah, I didn't find any strange creatures in my house last night, but I did finish Perry Mason. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Well, that's good. And you know what? I, you guys get such a chuckle out of me watching Perry Mason. I don't know why, because you haven't seen it. Obviously, you don't know. It's a really well-written, well-produced yes. uh, series. Uh, yes, Straight Nate. Well, you know, it did so well, it's coming back for season two, Elvis. Ooh. Yeah, wait. Of course, it's going to be like in five years because of COVID. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Yeah. No, I loved it. I also finished uh, Umbrella Academy. That was How interesting. Was that? that was cool. Okay. Uh Yeah. It would. I, I, I'm glad I watched it, and I, okay. I don't want to discourage anyone from watching it. Watch okay. it. No, if you're a fan of Umbrella Academy, you're you're gonna be into it. I was into okay. it. We'll put it that way. Okay. Plus, the other day in the swimming pool, something bit my back, oh. and now it's itching. It's so itchy. I'm wondering if I got some weird bug, some unusual, <laughs> like tsetse fly. Do I have a tsetse fly problem? Uh, oh no, that would be a problem. Northern New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We also we have a bullfrog listen, uh, living next to the pool, and usually <gasps> they hang out, you know, near bodies of water, not swimming pools, but like ponds and things. And we don't have a pond, but every night we hear this. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it. Like, what the hell is that? It's a bullfrog. So I was listening to him last night. What do you think, Gandhi? I think that especially because of that, I came up with an idea yesterday. So I was outside in the dark, as dark as it could be, trying to watch these meteors. And I'm hearing the strangest noises. So I was like, why isn't there a Shazam for bug sounds or frog sounds? Because I need to know whatever that is is not going to come eat me in the dark. And I would have loved that for your bullfrog. I mean, you obviously know what it is, but I had no clue what was happening over here. Well, here's what Alex does. Alex will pull up the sound of a bullfrog on his phone and play it to try to attract, like to get the bullfrog to speak, like to have yeah. a conversation. I'm like, well, what if you're telling it something really mean? Like, right. you're ugly. You know what I mean? like, go away. Right. Don't make any noise or we'll find you and kill you. We don't know what <laughs> the bullfrog is saying on our recording. Right. We, could be, we could be like harassing this poor frog. Oh. Anyway, there you have it. Uh, good, well, good morning, producer Sam. How was your dinner last night? Oh, it was 
was delightful, Elvis. Uh, tacos are always a win. I'm just laughing so hard because that was the most Sam thing I think I've ever heard you say. <laughs> What's that? What if the recording is being mean to the frog? I don't want to hurt his feelings. Yeah, we don't know. We don't, don't know. I, 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 I don't know how I can uh, interpret it. <laughs> what fair he's saying. concern. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair concern. Yeah, all right. Uh, okay, let's get into it. Your feel goods for the day. Producer Sam, it's all you. All right, so this submission from Rachel Mail. <laughs> Got me to tear up a little bit yesterday. I think you should definitely see the video. Columbiana County had its junior fair, and that's in Ohio, where kids from the area get to show off the beautiful animals that they've raised all on their own and sell them at auction. So this would be a big day for any participant, but it was a huge day for Tyler Bednall. His father had been diagnosed with stage four melanoma cancer and the expenses on his entire family has been unimaginable. So days before the fair, Tyler went up to his mom and said he wanted to donate all proceeds from his pig, whatever it may be, to the family. So, okay, here's where I started crying. In the video, you hear the MC explaining to the audience what's going on in their life, and Tyler started to get a little emotional as he just held up a photo of his dad as the auction started. Bidding took off, the hog was purchased, and then the purchaser donated it. And then it started again, and it was purchased again, and then that person donated it. This hog was bought and donated back a total of five times, and the 267-pound uh, hog won him $26,000 total for his dad. And at the end, he and his mother are just there crying, emotional. It's such a beautiful video. You have to check it out at ElvisDuran.com. So such an incredible young man to help take care of his family like that. And his dad was pretty damn proud of him afterwards. Aww. So thank you, Rachel, for the story. And if you have a story that deserves to be featured, email me. Sam at ElvisDuran.com. Subject line, feel goods. All right, producer Sam, have a beautiful day, okay? I will. You too. Have fun with your frog. Wait. What's for dinner? <laughs> ooh, ooh! Tonight I'm doing kebabs. You will like Williams. They're gonna be chicken teriyaki, and mine are gonna be beyond kebabs. So you're not interested in that. Oh, <laughs> beyond kebabs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> beyond kebabs. Beyond. Wow, guys! Wow, bunch of haters. Bunch of haters. I know we are. We're just we're hideous. All right, thank you. Poor Have Sam. a beautiful day. Love you guys. Bye, Sam. Hey, Danielle, what do you have yeah. coming up? Uh, Ed Sheeran may be expecting his first child. I heard. I know. Look at that. So that cute. and more on the way. We're back after this. In the course of an hour, we just... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Look, you know, business marches on. Hiring is challenging, especially when everything else is going on. You have to consider all these things, making your workplace safe. And look... You can go to a special place where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. It's ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. Use it for free. You get the best candidates for the job immediately and hire them without like, wasting your time. What they do at ZipRecruiter is they send your job to over 100 of the web's leading job sites. They don't stop there. They continue with their matching technology. Very powerful stuff. They scan thousands of resumes to find the right people with the right experience. Then they invite them to actively apply for your job. They don't want other people that aren't qualified. That's what makes ZipRecruiter the best. They make the entire hiring process efficient and effective with features like screening questions to filter candidates and all-in-one dashboard we can review and rate your candidates. It's so effective, as a matter of fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate in the first day. 
right now. Use it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. You know, every once in a while, I'll uh, just look up at the text messages, and I'll see something that really makes me happy. Listen to this one from Eric Code 631. Good morning, you bunch of blanches. <laughs> just want to say you make my heart so happy. You always put a smile on my face, even on the darkest of days. I can't tell you when I have to listen to music while driving between the Replay Channel 15 Minutes Morning Show and the Brooklyn Boys, I, you're all I listen to. I even re-listen Aww. because besides a good book, you guys are my escape. I and love you. Aww. Bless you all. Happy hump day. Hope one and all hump it out. Love this crazy <laughs> Italian Puerto Rican. Thank you so much. That's awesome. That's so I love Thank that. Thank you. Thank you for saying something nice. I love that. Um, let's see. You know what? Let's talk about something a little less nice. The awful, dastardly thing that Gandhi's sister did to her <laughs> after Gandhi went to all this trouble to present her sister with the most amazing birthday gift. You thought this thing out so beautifully, <laughs> and she just ripped your heart out. It's really, I'm so sad for you. Tell everyone what happened. Well, thank you for saying that. So for my sister's birthday, she is one of these people who wants to celebrate her birthday for like a month and she gets a little ridiculous about it. And my parents play into it and call her every day and say happy birthday month. So mom and dad, if you're listening, your fault. But because of that, I know it's terrible. Oh my gosh. So because of that, I wanted to give her something that kind of lasted for a very long time and she had something to open every single day, but I didn't want it to be material things. So I got people who were closest to her in her life. I found 20 people and I had all of them basically write her a love letter just saying how much they appreciated her what she meant to them in their lives or a funny memory that they had with her and I put it into an album I made one different envelope for every day so that she could open one every day and enjoy it every day this butthole sister of mine opened all of it in one day all of it and I sat there and heard her going through the whole thing and it was just 20 different versions of oh my god and then she started crying and I wanted to choke her. Like I knew I wanted her to cry. I wanted it to be sentimental, but she just blew the whole load in one moment. Oh God. I mean, I your intentions were there. So how many <laughs> things did she read in one sitting? She read all 20. She oh, went through God. all of them. All right. I know. Oh. And I was even trying to take the book from her. She's like, no, it's my present. I can do what I want. I'll reread them every day. I was like, ah, oh. so mad at her, but I'm glad she liked it. I guess. <laughs> Well, I know, but it's over. Your whole point it's was over. you wanted it to last. I and know. And now it's poof. It just exactly. evaporates. Bye-bye. It's like when you shoot off all the fireworks at one time by accident, and you're like, oh, oh. Well, it would have been yeah. nice if we yeah. made that last longer. Yeah. Hey, Gandhi, how is your uh, RV across America thing coming? Are we going to have you uh, traveling across the country soon, live on the show every day? I'm hoping. I think Nate might have more information on that than I do because this has turned into quite an interesting project, and we've been working out different moving pieces. Yeah, it's it's really turning into something, Elvis. I think we're just trying to find an RV at this point. <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> wow. But it's. I think it's going to happen. I really do. I'm really excited. Well, obviously, uh, obviously, my phone's listening to me because we talk about this almost every other day, and it, it's giving me IV, uh, no, RV ideas. I mean, it's listening. It hears me. Maybe so I is mine. These phones yeah. are like the devil on your shoulder. Like you talk yep. about, oh, I was thinking of maybe getting ice cream, and then all you get is ice cream. There's no angel telling you not to do something anywhere. Everything is do it, do it, do it. I kind of like it. Wow. <laughs> so, wow, I just – this thing could really work. I mean, God, I'm so excited. 
Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I think it'll be really, really cool. And I get to see a bunch of stuff that I've never seen before. And you guys maybe come along with me. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking about. I really hope you do have a buddy with you. Like maybe that someone will join you, then leave, and another person joins you. So you're not really alone. Right. I, I don't know. I think we, I have, we have plans Yeah, for I that. think so. I think yeah. she'll definitely have somebody with her. Security. Was it you, Nate? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to tell you now, Elvis, on the show, but uh, yeah, I'm going with Gandhi, and Yay! it's going to be okay. a hell of a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, so you know, yesterday, uh, Bill and Melissa Gates did something really cool with Donors Choose. They decided to uh, up every donation to Donors Choose uh, to help out teachers by 50% yesterday. So I went on and I just found a bunch of randos who were like saying, hey, Elvis, you know, my, my class needs this and that on, on Twitter. And I just had this crazy night of donating. It awesome. was great. Donorschoose.org. You know, teachers are just so important now more than ever. I mean, oh yep. <clears throat> I, don't know, I don't know if that's if you agree, but yeah, I think so. It's a bigger challenge than ever before. And um, speaking up, Heather Smith, you know, our uh, engineer guru, Jeff Smith, mm-hmm. his wife, Heather, wrote this book about uh, virtual learning and virtual teaching. It's actually doing really well on Amazon. And so uh, we love teachers. We love Heather. We love Jeff. We're going to talk to her coming up in a few minutes to find out what it's all about. Uh, Danielle, you ready to go? Sure. All right. What do you have today? What's going on? So congratulations may be in order for Ed Sheeran and his wife, Cherry. Uh, They may be expecting their first child. And it may actually be happening sometime this summer, later this summer, um, that lockdown kind of helped them out because they were in lockdown and they weren't out and about. And so nobody saw that they were pregnant. So this is according to the London Sun. So, you know, sometimes they get it. Sometimes they don't. So I'm just <laughs> right. telling you. So that's the rumor that's out there today. Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom, we do know that they are indeed pregnant. They're looking at property in Montecito, California. That's where a lot of celebrities live. And they're looking at three different properties uh, between $10 million to $14 million. One of the properties has six bedrooms. One of the properties has 14 bathrooms. Who the hell needs 14 bathrooms? Nobody. Seriously? It's ridiculous. (laughs) There's, uh, you know, a spa, cabana, and one of them, a tennis court, a pool. Anyway, they're big properties. We'll see what happens. You know who else just bought a huge property? Lori Loughlin and her husband, who are about to go to jail for the college scandal. They spent $9.5 million on this place in the Hollywood Hills. They, why do they need that? They're going to jail. I don't understand. Right. <laughs> like, it's got six bedrooms, nine bathrooms, a movie theater, but they spent the money, and uh, okay. Uh, for the second year in a row, The Rock is the highest paid actor, uh, according to Forbes magazine. $87 million is what he made between 2019 and 2020. So congratulations to him. And you guys remember when Justin Timberlake was spotted holding hands with his co-star, oh, yeah. um, and we thought he cheated on his wife. Well... Supposedly, they've put things behind them and that he says he never cheated. And you know that they've moved on and they, we think they have a second child. They've never confirmed it, but we think they have a second child. <laughs> anyway, I'm hearing that they signed a midterm agreement where if Justin cheats or messes up, she gets full custody of the kids and a lot of money and a Whoa. lot of their assets. Really? Yep. Do you believe that, this story? I don't know, but that's the rumor that's out there. So I'm just Can telling you. Can you imagine... You. 
that happening in your relationship? You know what? I, you, you disappointed me. I think we're going to have to call the attorneys and add a, a clause here. You never know. But, but no, but you're going to be living under that umbrella of, right. of whatever. I, I don't know. It seems kind of weird to me. It is weird. I don't believe it. But Fake if news. Said, if he <laughs> said, I'm never going to mess up again and I'll prove it to you. I'll do anything you want. And this is what she wants. Hmm, who knows? I don't know. I, I don't this, believe it. You know how I am about my Comic-Con. I love going to Comic-Con. I love getting dressed up. Well, this year, this year, New York Comic-Con won't be happening at the Javits Center in New York due to coronavirus. And it will be virtual, just like the San Francisco edition. It will be happening on YouTube from October 8th to the 11th. That's what will be happening. America's Got Talent, the live show is going down tonight. Kelly Clarkson in for Simon Cowell. You also have the season finale of World of Dance. Married at First Sight is on. And of course, there's always Perry Mason. Elvis just finished. Nate oh, just finished. Yes. They love it. So you can watch that. And next hour, oh, there may be some clues into the disappearance of Carol Baskins. Husband. We'll yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Why do we have to wait? Why can't you do that story now? I could if you want me to. I didn't know if I had enough time. Well, what yeah. happened? Okay, so so there's an <laughs> online group that has been working with some attorneys and they're saying that they found some receipts um and some paperwork for an installation of um hold on a second. Let me get this let me pull it up because I thought I was doing it next uh next um they found receipts, though. Yes, they found Proof receipts. that she murdered him. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. you know when you put an oil tank in your basement or whatever? So, she had installed these tanks in her basement. This is a septic, septic, septic tank, right? So, she has receipts for two of them. But she says that she said that one was way before he disappeared, and then one was for way after he disappeared. But the paperwork that these people have found show that, no, the work was done on one of these septic tanks right around the time he disappeared, and it was installed right around the time he disappeared. So they okay, well, think wait. A septic buried. system? I mean, what's she going to do? Flush no. him down a toilet? No, they think... Is that how you kill people no. these days? You flush <laughs> them down a toilet? They think yes. he is buried underneath the septic uh, system. Uh, so they're going to have to dig through a lot of poo that's what they <laughs> to get to the bottom of that. They want to dig it all up. And see if they find anything underneath, because they think she forged those receipts and that she's not telling the truth and something's dirty. Oh, Carol. Mm. They shouldn't tip their hand, though, and let her know, because she's probably over by a septic tank right now digging some stuff up. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It's on her property where, you know, her animals are all her tigers and stuff. So. Yep. I don't know. Wow. Yep. I love mm. the internet. These internet detectives are crazy, like oh, the Don't yeah. F with Cats team. I don't know why any yep. crime in the world is unsolved now with these internet people who are so bored. Yep. They figure everything out. They do. They're too brilliant. This is why I, I don't try to kill anyone. I, I know I'll get caught. So no. I'm, 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 just, Nate, you I'm staying the only reason. Not a murderer. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. yeah, straight Nate. Straight Not Nate, your day's coming. Not a murderer. <laughs> yes. Not Elvis. We'll I was watching okay. forensic files again. Oh, Danielle's got me were. hooked on that. Isn't it so good? <laughs> it's really fascinating how they figure these things out. It's I, like if you were a criminal, you'd think you'd be a little bit smarter. No. Come on. No, you wipe your forehead with your rubber glove, and then you touch the radio knob exactly. in the car, and you leave one little drop of DNA. It's all I'm over. convinced if I did murder someone, <laughs> I'd get away with it, because people are just stupid. They don't know how to cover their know. tracks. Right. Oh, uh, wow. Uh-huh. Put very uh, very well, uh-huh. considering you're a murderer. I'm not. Right. Into the septic I'm tank not. system. I'm not. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> yeah, so this new house that you and Heather are buying, uh, are you going to have a septic tank so you can bury the bodies underneath? <laughs> no, but I know people are going to think we're doing something shady because we're taking some trees out and I've got to dig up the patio, so I do have to dig up in the backyard. Yeah. So people are going to say that I'm burying a body and I'm not. <laughs> yep. I just know I am so thing. fascinated. I'm fascinated with some of these stories. There's a story out of Paris, France, uh, talking about how uh, some they, they just... Someone just sold this $40 million mansion in the middle of Paris, wow. and they found a body in the basement, and so now they're they're trying to like connect it to a murder that happened 30 years ago. Uh-huh. Can you imagine moving into a creaky old mansion, and then the, they find a body in your basement? No. That's so no. hot. I yeah. love it. What's wrong with that? That's why Nate is digging up his current patio, because he's not going to exactly. leave the body behind at his previous property. He's not going to get caught. By the way, we have, an, we have an empty lot next door to us. I would totally oh. bury them there. Seriously. I wouldn't bury them on my property. Come on. No. Crazy. That's where you go wrong. There can be no body, people. You have to eliminate a body altogether. Yeah, you do. You, you, you either do. have to shoot you up have, into to... space. Yeah. Oh, who's the murderer yeah. now? Gandhi. Yeah. Yeah, you have to get rid of the body. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Elvis. We're trying to help you here, Nate. I, know. I haven't murdered anyone. Not that I know of. Uh, you know me. I, I kill them with kindness. That's what I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We got to take a break. Uh, our good friend, Heather Smith, is on the way. Uh, she's a teacher. And the whole world in, of teaching has shifted because of virtual learning and virtual teaching. Uh, she has a book out. We'll talk to her next. If you're a teacher or you are a fan, you're a fan of teachers, whatever, you need to stay with us. We'll be back after this. So amazing how you guys are like a family working with each other. Love hate thing going on, but it's more love than anything. Elvis Duran in the morning show. This is Elvis Duran in the morning show. You know, working from home has its advantages, but it also has its disadvantages and challenges. I know that you know. For instance, this morning I had a sink full of dishes. I'm like, I can't go downstairs and work until I clean these dishes out. So I was almost late to work. And, and I've got dogs over here barking about to interview someone. Yes. Who, by the way, is working from home and experiencing challenges as a teacher. So I, I want to try to have a real conversation with our friend Heather. But I don't know, working from home, any challenges for you guys? How about you, Frog? Oh, yeah, totally. Like every single time I come in here, Lisa just walks in like, hey, uh, can I ask you a question? Um, would you mind feeding the dogs or letting the dogs out real fast? I'm like, uh, you do say I'm doing a show like we're, we're working. Yeah, yeah, but I know. But when you get a chance, if you could just help me take the dogs mm-hmm. out. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it, you become distracted. At the same time, you can still get a lot done. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know right. whether I like it more or less than working, you know, in a building with everyone. I don't know. I have no clue. No clue. Uh, what about you, Scary? I just want to say this. Our engineer said, listen, Scary, if you want to leave the studio and work from home, here's what you can do. We're going to give oh. you an iPad with a virtual picture of the audio console, and you could slide your fat finger up these skinny little virtual faders, and you could control the entire network from that. And I'm like, wow. no. <laughs> no. No? Now, if you had skinny fe- uh, fingers, it would be different. But you had right. a little Vienna sausage. <laughs> can you imagine me running this operation from my house? Uh. Yeah, I can. I really can. I think one day you're going to laugh at the fact that you thought you had to r- run this operation from a studio. Yeah. What do you think, Danielle? I think my kids come down every morning. You don't even you don't even see them, and they ask for money. 
Spencer comes down and he leaves to go to the park for his workout that he does every morning. He's like, Ma, can I get some money? I need to get some money. Okay, hold on one second. And he brings my purse down. I get my wallet out and I'm giving out money. I'm like, guys, it's a part you of your work day. But do you see what we're doing the show? Could you wait yeah. five minutes? I mean, really? Do you find you're eating more? Like, because it's easier to snack because you just yes. run over to the kitchen oh, yeah. or the pantry. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and it's a challenge. My house in the kitchen's far away. It's up stairs and up more stairs, and it's on the other end of the world. I still find a way to get my chicken salad like I just did, <laughs> yeah. and my, yeah, yeah. Uh, wheat, my wheat thins. I got my wheat thins and my chicken salad. I'm ready to go. <laughs> but, no, look, you know what? Uh, so you think about the challenges of working from home, and now put yourself in the place of so many listeners we have who are teachers. Now, uh, as you know, at the very beginning of the pandemic, a lot of our, a lot of our listeners who are teachers uh, were reaching out to us saying, that I'm totally baffled at how we're going to make this work. And of course, it is working for a lot of people. Heather Smith uh, is a veteran middle and high school social studies teacher. She has two elementary school kids of her own. And so when the pandemic struck in March and education went online, she found herself, like all of our listeners who are teachers, trying to figure it out. Hey, Heather, how are you doing today? Hello. Good morning. How are you? It's good to talk to you. I haven't seen you since you were dancing at my wedding. Yeah, <laughs> only virtually. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, let me ask you, how are you doing? Like, now that it is, you know, oh, God, these friggin' dogs. Shut up! <laughs> oh, my God. Do you have dogs, by the way? Can you teach virtually with dogs barking in the background? Like, what are some of the challenges, Heather, that you never knew you would have now that you're doing it? Well, the, the dogs, I put myself in a corner of the house far away from everybody else when I'm teaching my classes. So right. it's, it's tough. But, you know, there are ways to kind of overcome it, and that's where I've gotten to today. So we were looking for all these different tools to fix, you know, what was ahead of us, but we already had all of them. So everything that we've been training for for the last several years, we're just kind of bringing it all together in order to face whatever's going to come in September. So, so you're saying you already had you're, you were already sort of pre-wired for this. What 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 yeah. did you already have that you're like, oh my god, we've had it all along. It works. Yeah. So centering the lessons around the students, having them be really active learners. You know that's important for being online. The kids have to do the doing. It's no more you know the teacher in the front of the classroom writing the notes on the board and lecturing while the students write furiously. It's the students finding the information for themselves, and the teachers are really their guide. And that's what virtual learning is all about. It's making the wow. students take that journey. So uh, you have a book out, by the way. It's on Amazon. It's called Mastering the New Education, whatever that may be. Uh, why, what was it, Heather, that made you decide to uh, put this all in book form and share it with other teachers? Yeah, what started was I was reflecting on those three months of virtual teaching and trying to find a, a plan going forward. And as I started doing it, I teach four different grades. So I teach 7th, 8th, 10th, and 11th last year. And I realized that each one was unique and how I approached every single one of them was unique. So as I started making my plan grade by grade, I realized that my process would probably help other teachers and that we're kind of all experts in our own unique situation and therefore we need to figure out how to reflect on our own in order to make a plan for this coming school year. So in this right. book, Mastering the New Education, whatever that may be, um, 
there's actually a virtual teaching checklist. So whether you start in person or some type of combination or online, you can figure out how to do whatever the future holds. So what about parents, for instance, Danielle here? Like, what, what is your message to parents and how they can help on yeah. the other end? You know, it's, it's kind of um, pretty simple. Danielle probably already does it, and she doesn't even realize it. So the kids need to have a routine. They need to have a place where they go, and all of their stuff is located, like a desk that's quiet um, with all of their books and papers and keeping all that so that it doesn't have to be put away every day, mm-hmm. um, just like they would at school. Like they have a, a desk or a cubby or something like that or a locker, and all of their things go in there. Well, they need to have that spot at home, too. Um, they also need to have that, that time where, okay, for, for my house, 8.30 is school time. So everybody, you know, gets online, they go into their virtual classes at 8.30 and starts work. And then they also have break times because break time is super important. So they need to, you know, work for a certain amount, but know that, say, at 10 o'clock, they get to have a break. So regardless as to what they're doing, they get to stop. So for anyone who has ever gone to school, this is very interesting. And we all, I guess we're all guilty uh, because we, we didn't have to go through this when we were going through school. I think that's... You know, I mean, look, I I can't imagine the challenges that uh, you're facing every day, and students like trying to get in, get them motivated and focused on mm. getting things done, and then actually seeing progress from it. Danielle, I mean, do you have any other thoughts for Heather? I'm actually glad she said about giving them their own space where they can keep their books and stuff like that because that was something that we needed to do. Like when we were starting this whole process, I was noticing that, you know, one of my kids would get up, he would try to do his work from the bed or he would go to the kitchen table. And I was like, it was a different feeling. Like he wasn't motivated and then when I said you know what we're going to give you your own space and I gave him a little desk and I set up his books and I gave him a little pencil case and all kinds of things and it it felt like his own little environment a total difference it was his spot he got up every morning he went over there he sat down and it was just it, it made such a difference so you saying that I think really really means a lot it really is a difference maker yeah. I think it, it makes them take it seriously. So yeah. the students know that this is their space, this is their work time, just like we do. I mean, working from home, I need to have my own workspace. I need a designated area. Yeah. I need my stuff not touched. So, yeah, the kids need it too. I think the big thing with us was trying to still get them back to either go to bed at a, on time for school the next day and then wake up on time. Because our biggest issue was, oh, I don't really have school tomorrow. I can get up and do my stuff later. So that was real key for us was going to bed and getting up at the right time and still getting up and going as if you're going to school, but you're just going to that place where you are schooling from in the home. Yeah. Hey, question for you, Heather. What about parents who can't stay home? They've got, to, they've got to go to work. As a matter of fact, I just got a text from a healthcare worker. She says, I, I've got a third grader who has to online learn from home on their own. I can't be there to supervise. How do you monitor something like that? That's going to be a huge challenge. Um, there's, I bet you there's lots of phone calls going to go back and forth throughout the day. Um, they have to know that their, their parent is available to them if they are not sure. And 
I hate to say it, they're going to be doing homework checks and revisiting after they get home. So it's going to be incredibly long days. I don't have a good answer for that um, because I, I do know how many of us are all in the same boat. And we're going to come home from work and we're going to check our kids' work and make sure that they're on track. But that's what you have to do. You know what, Heather, and I, this has been a conversation we've had with many of our teachers, and as you know, we have a ton of teachers listening to our show, and it is, uh, it, it, this conversation actually brings a lot of them to tears in talking about how much they miss their kids, uh, how much they miss being with them in the class, how important oh, tell that me about was. It. <laughs> yeah, and it, there's got to be this emotional uh, barrier that you have to break through. And you just get on with what you've got to do. I mean, it's it's more challenging than ever. It's more time consuming than ever. It's it's more taxing for the brain. You know, I mean, it's it's all like full throttle for teachers, students, parents, everyone right now. Is there anything that you have learned as a parent with elementary school kids? I mean, what did you need to learn and go, oh, God, yes, that really made all the difference in the world for me to make this work? Um, well, from from my side, from the parent side, I needed to make them take their their work seriously. And I have to say, they really want to go back to school so badly. Um, they do not enjoy their homeschool teacher at all. They want to transfer. Um, so it, they just they needed to know how seriously I took it for them to take it seriously too. Um, but they also do need to know that their teachers care about them as individuals, that they're not just, you know, faces in a little block, that, you know, their teachers remember when they write something, or their teachers, you know, remember that they got a new puppy. So they, they just need to feel that connection, and it's really important, no matter where they are in school, um, whether it be a kindergartner or a 12th grader, they need to know that they're connected to their teacher in order to want to really be a part of a class, whether it's virtual or in person or some combination. All right, excellent. Gandhi, did you have something you wanted to ask? I actually was going to ask her exactly what she just said. I was thinking it was very important for everybody working at home to do that same thing and have their own space because I noticed it was a huge difference for me, but she addressed that, yeah, even if you're working at home, it's important, so that's awesome. Look, you know, uh, again, to teachers, we love you. You're know, going on to Donors Choose yesterday and reading. Uh, you know, Donors Choose is fantastic. You know, to be able to to contribute to a teacher's classroom and help them with the, the uh, items and the, the the things they need to be more effective in teaching. Those things have they're different now. It's 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 a whole different world. They need your help. So if you can go to DonorsChoose.org and find teachers in your area or just random teachers that have random issues, help them out. And Heather's book is called Mastering the New Education, whatever that may be. It's available on Amazon right now. And uh, it's outselling my book, so I'm a little pissed off at Heather today. So. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm kind of sorry I had her on. No, but Heather, you know, we, we, we love teachers, and thank you so much for, uh, for uh, putting this together in one book. I think that's a, such a great idea. Well, thank you so much for having me and talking about it on the, on, on the show. And thank you so much for donating to teachers because a little bit here and a little bit there really makes a huge difference in their classrooms and also sets them up for success in this coming school year. So thank there you. you. All right. All right. Stay safe, Heather. And uh, by the way, as far as you and Jeff, our, your, your husband, our engineer, you are much more uh, well-spoken than he is uh, talking about your profession. <laughs> 
So I just want to, well, you thank know. thank you. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, Heather. Thanks for your time this Bye, morning, Heather. and best of luck to you, okay? You too. Bye-bye, guys. Hope to see you for real soon. Hey, by, by the way, what does Jeff say about us behind our backs at yeah. home? Yeah. Does, does he like he, us? He loves you guys. Aww. <laughs> he lies okay. at home. Yeah. Liar. <laughs> he doesn't. He misses you. He wants you in person. Yeah. I know. We want him, too, Aww. if you know what I'm saying. All right, Heather, have a beautiful day, and uh, thanks for your time, okay? You as well. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of Aww. great response. Uh, people loving hearing from Heather. Again, Heather Smith, the name of the book is Mastering the New Education, whatever that may be. We're going to put it up on our Twitter, I think, Elvis Duran Show. I'll just get into the three things we need to know from Gandhi. We're running really late, but that's okay. Your three things right. are always important. What's going on? Well, Florida is proving again that it is the COVID-19 hotspot, setting a record for coronavirus deaths yesterday. 276 new deaths were reported, making it the most in one day since the outbreak began. More than 8,500 Floridians have now died from the infection. The good news is, though, that the number of daily new cases is starting to drop substantially. That has been trending past the, over the past two weeks, but Florida is still one of the hardest hit states. The U.S. death toll has passed 164,000. Yesterday, it became official. California Senator Kamala Harris became Joe Biden's pick as running mate. She'll become the first black woman and the first Indian American person nominated for either president or vice president. She was elected to the Senate in 2017. Prior to that, she was California's attorney general and the top prosecutor in San Francisco. And finally, I don't know if any of you guys would do this. I hope not, but some people seem to want it. A clothing brand is starting to sell contactless fashion, which is just virtual clothing that they Photoshop onto a picture of you. A lot of what? their clothing, I know, <laughs> costs between 30 bucks and 99 bucks, and they've been getting a lot of attention. They have a $700 virtual shirt. You don't get it. They just Photoshop it onto you, and you're supposed to pay $700 for it. I'm pretty sure that you could figure out how to do that yourself for a yeah, lot cheaper. But if that's something you're into, all power to you. And those are your Wait, three $700 things. $700 to wear yeah. a virtual shirt? Yeah, they Photoshop it onto you. You don't even you don't get anything. Okay. <laughs> all right. Don't do it. Sounds don't buy great. it. <laughs> all right. Uh, scary, we're not doing a, uh, a spot here. Let's just take a break. We'll be back right after this. Hey, this is Rihanna. Hey, this is Mariah Carey. What's up? This is Pink. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Morning show. Morning show. You got any money? The free money phone tap. Oh, yeah. We're continuing with our free money phone tap. Good news, it's free money. Bad news, it's only $10. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I know. You have to so we'll be down. No. We're not going to report you. No offense. We're not going to report you. As a matter of fact, this contest is off the books. It doesn't even have rules written up. I mean, it's so illegal. Just what we're doing. We don't care anymore. We're going to slide right by that. Anyway, uh, we have Miley Cyrus on the show Friday with her new music. Uh, Anthony Ramos, I do believe, is going to be on with us in like 30 minutes. All from the world famous famous Mercedes-Benz interview lounge. Which is now bigger and more spread out than ever before. So that's <laughs> happening uh, today. Now, let's get into the free money phone tab. If you call her 100, you win $10. Don't tell anyone where you got it. 1 800 242 0100. Wait, Anthony's on Friday? Uh, wait, what? Yeah, that says yes. Miley Cyrus. Yeah, Anthony's Anthony on Friday. Oh. Friday. No. Yes, never mind. Oh, so uh, no one's on today. Oh. <laughs> Now, uh, where were we? We were talking about something else. Oh, yeah, the free money, the illegal money. $10 is yours. Be caller 100, 1-800-242-0100. All right, who does today's phone tap, Scary? 
It's David Brody. Oh. Here we go. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. Dear Elvis, my mother, whose name is Dorissa Del Velvet, she's a real spaz, that Dorissa Del. She avoids bill collectors and credit card companies, so she rarely ever answers the phone. When she does answer, she curses and yells at anyone calling about her bills. She would be a great phone tap victim. She owes money to everyone, including four different cell phone companies at the same time. So why don't you give her a call and uh, let her know she owes some money. Or, or call her and tell her she's approved for a credit card or something. I don't know. Whatever. My mother has lots of problems with her credit card company, so this will be great. Coming to us from Tiffany. All right, Tiffany is phone tapping her mother, Doris Adele Velvet. And David Brody is calling from the credit card company. And the daughter, Tiffany, will join in. Let's listen in to today's phone tap. Hello. Hello, I'm looking for Dorissa Dell Velvet. Yeah. Who's this? Uh, Bob Shandy for CM Credit Union. She's not in. No, no, this is all right. I'm not looking to collect any money. I did some work with your daughter, Tiffany. Yes, yeah, she, she just called and told me. Right, right. So uh, we specialize in people with uh, outstanding balances and collection agencies. And we get them a credit card. We take care of all your bills. And this way you just owe us the money. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so what I need first from you before we get started is I just need you to list all the companies you owe money to so I can kind of get an estimate of what we're dealing with here. The only thing I didn't pay is the So why, why aren't you paying the Well, I had no more money, and then I went on sick leave, and I haven't been back to work yet. I don't go back to work till next month. Uh-huh. All right, you can tell me the truth. Were you just scamming the job right now? No, I said I have no job. I work at Target, but I'm on medical leave. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. But... I yeah. want to pay them. Right. How long are you going to be milking this fake illness for? Another couple of weeks? It's no, it, you know what? The hell with you, and I'm going to call my daughter and let her know not to deal with you neither. Okay? You it ain't a fake. Okay, so... She's calling me. She's calling you? All right, okay. conference me in. Hello? Yeah. If that little... I can't even say the word because TJ's in here. He called me back. He's asking me, you know, what bills... That I have left, and I tell him the Sprite is the only bill I didn't do. He was like, "Well, why didn't you do it? You trying to scam him?" I was like, "No, I was out sick. I told him I told him everything. You're mess up everything. Oh my goodness, just be nice to him. You know what? You know what? I'm not even talking. I'm done with this because you're what are you? having a fit, and he's getting on me, telling me I'm lying about me being sick. I don't talk about like that. I damn near died in a hospital. Well, you're not dead. You're alive now, but I need this credit card. <laughs> Listen, if you don't get the card, she don't get the card. You know what I mean? If you have his number and stuff, Tiffany, I can call the Better Business Bureau because I got all this on record. Learn to be dignified and do business the way you're supposed to do it. I know how credit cards work, and you cannot not give her one because I don't want one. You haven't paid a bill since 1989. How would you know about credit cards? Well, you're screwing over your daughter because I told her if she wants the card, it's got to be a... i over you. You cannot make me get a credit card, and I won't. It's not like you're going to pay it once you get it. You are no longer relevant. All I got to do is sign you up. I don't... You are no longer relevant. Okay, that's a double negative. That means I am relevant. I'm Tiffany, tell you... I'm not any of my information. 
I'm not giving him nothing. And he's going to come out his face and tell people how they lying. That's not business ethics. He's probably not even a real business. All right, Velvet. Because that's not how they talk. Tiffany, I think your mother owes me an apology. I ain't apologize for his Please, him. And you want me to apologize to him. And you don't know nothing about him. I know his name is Bob. That's all you know. How many Bobs are there? Check him out before you do anything. Because he could be the type of scam artist where you'll be paying him for the rest of your life. You wanted me to give my private information to someone you don't even know. And you gave him your private information. Hello, identity theft is a <laughs> But all you know is his name is Bob. Let's get real. I'm old enough to see fraud when I see it. And the way he was coming out his mouth, I already knew he wasn't real. But you were too naive to know any of this. And then you want to try and push it on me? That don't even rock that way. Uh, Darissa Dell, no more headaches. Oh. I wanted to tell you my real name is David Brody. And I'm calling from Elvis in the morning show, and you just got phone tapped. <laughs> I was going to ring her neck. Ah, uh, well, you've been phone tapped. I'm sorry. You're not mad. <laughs> no, no, because it, it was fake. If it was real, I'd have to give you your first ass beating of your life. Elvis Duran phone tapped. And there you have it. <laughs> so there you go, your free money phone tap. It's only worth $10, but that's... $10 more than you had. Yep. Right? Absolutely. That's right. On line nine is Bree. Hello, Bree. Hi. It's Hi. such a pleasure hello? to speak with you. What are you doing today? Uh, hello. What are you doing um, today? Anything I'm on good? my way driving to work. Oh, you work. That's nice. Yes, now, have work. you been working the entire time? Have you been working since March? I have been, yes. What do you do? Um, I work at a company that uh, deals with pharmaceuticals, so I've been going in every day. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. We love our pharmaceuticals. Got to be honest with you. <laughs> hey, uh, that was the free money phone tap. And even though it's like it's an unofficial phone tap, no sponsors, we only have $10 in the budget. So here's a $10 bill. Congratulations, Bree. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I know. What a cheap ass. $10 is better than no dollars, show. right? I know. No, I agree. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to us, Bree, and be very careful. There's still a pandemic going on out there. I don't know if you heard about it, but uh, oh, be very, yeah. very, very safe. <laughs> yeah, be All very right, safe, thank okay? You. <laughs> All right, hold on one second. And there you go, your free money phone tap. We have another one tomorrow with another $10. Now, where did that $10 come from, Nate? Do we know? Uh, well, I got to go get change somewhere because I only have 100 So. <laughs> oh, 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 la-dee-da. Wow. All nice. right, fancy pants. What? Yeah. <laughs> I got a I don't... Hey, well, I don't see you guys ponying, ponying up any cash. Well, you're the one at the office that's going to send it out. The mail works from anywhere, Danielle. <laughs> so you're going to mail out true. cash. They say they say you should never mail cash, right. but I guess we're going to mail yep. cash, right? Well, I'm not going to do Venmo to all these people. Then they'll be requesting <laughs> money all the time. Just wrap it up I in know. like okay. a couple of pieces of like paper towel or okay. something. And okay, okay, <laughs> Grandma. No problem. <laughs> all right. By the way, a totally illegal contest. We don't have it on the books. There's no rules. I mean, we they could throw us in the... The slammer for this, but whatever. <laughs> Something to do. Over $50. $50, Elvis, over the course of the week. Going to jail. Yep. People have gone to jail for less. We know that for yeah, a fact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into the Danielle report. Danielle. Okay. Yes. Uh, what do you have going on? 
All right, so uh, Louis Capaldi has a new number one. His latest Before You Go tops the Billboard Adult Pops Songs Airplay chart. Uh, it is his second number one on that chart, following Someone You Loved. He is now the first solo male artist to have his first two solo songs go to number one on the Adult Pop Songs chart. So congratulations to him. Selena Gomez is the mysterious guest on Blackpink's single. Um, we were learning that Blackpink was set to release a new single on August 28th, teased a surprise feature on the track. Well, the secret is out. Selena Gomez will be the surprise feature. So that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Um, so Ruby Rose is talking about her exit from CW's Batwoman. And she says that coronavirus had something to do with her decision. She says that being a lead in anything is really tough. And the pandemic actually gave her a moment to think over all of the projects that she was working on. And she said that um, she went from recovering from surgery to having to be in a good mood on the set all the time and she realized that her time on Batwoman had simply run its course and that she really needed to leave. Wow. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. I, I told you guys that I know there are some <laughs> other rumors out there as well, but anyway. Uh, I told you guys Fresh Prince reboot is in the works. Will Smith teaming up with Morgan Co Morgan Cooper to bring a reboot of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to life. So that is getting, uh, getting going. Um, also, According to a new poll, 28% of people have added at least one streaming subscription to Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, and Amazon Prime since the start of the pandemic. Have you guys picked yep. up something? A new subscription? Yeah. Oh, I picked yeah. up all of them. Yeah, me, me too. too. <laughs> Cut everything. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. On September 1st, it's going to be one year since uh, Kevin Hart had his near-fatal car crash in Los Angeles. Oof. I can't believe it's been a whole year already, though. It's I know. Just, you know? Uh, he is still recovering. He took to social. He said uh, he's doing well, thank goodness, but it is still, you know, recovery. He's still working on it. And his new hashtag is HustleHeart. So he's working on that. In the new book, Finding Freedom, they talk about details about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry when they first got together and how they really had to keep things on the down down low until it got serious she would often stay at harry's place in the palace can you imagine you're no. dating him and <laughs> we have to keep it down low let's just go to the palace right we're just gonna keep it a secret there and they would stay Which huge there. Right? <laughs> they would never in. be, no one would even know they were there. It's so right. massive, right? Right. <laughs> they'd stay in, they'd watch TV movies, they'd watch Disney shows, they'd watch, it's so, so cute. It's so cute. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, tonight on television, uh, you've got a lot of cool things. You've got America's Got Talent, it's the live shows. Kelly Clarkson is in for Simon Cowell because he had back surgery. World of Dance, we have the season finale for you there. Married at First Sight is on. I know Perry Mason, Elvis, and Nate oh, both yes. loving that. Uh, Loved it. And next hour, we have. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Why do people always laugh when we say we like Perry Mason? I'm I don't froggy. Know. I don't understand. I, it's you know what? I'll tell you what it is. It's a it's a mind block that I have that I remember yes. as a kid. I remember that I wanted to watch TV one time as a child, and it was happened a lot. And my dad would say, "No, well tonight we're watching Perry Mason." You're going to sit here and watch it with me. And I would have to watch Perry Mason with my dad. And God. so that's when I hear the words Perry Mason, that's what I think. And I know it's totally different. I know you enjoy it. I know it's great. It just I have a mental block from a child. You just have, I stop have, laughing I'm at us. from yeah. my childhood. And I stop think, laughing at us. I think of a grandma who shoves tissues in her purse and Werther's Originals when you say <laughs> okay. Perry Mason. Nate, so. tell them how wrong they are. Well, I mean, they're just... To be honest, I love where there's originals. So I mean, <laughs> if that oh, makes me, you're not, you're not helping. I'm okay. He's not helping you. Any. <laughs> All right, 
<laughs> Next hour, we are going to talk about Carol Baskin's uh, missing husband. Did she bury him under a septic tank? Well, I will tell you, uh, Umbrella Academy. I really, really enjoyed this this last season, and of course, it ended last night. I'm like, damn. Now but, what? But uh, I, I, I need more. No, they definitely set up for another one, so oh, we're they good did? there. Okay. I mean, okay. oh yeah, oh yeah, ready to go. And, but you knew that would happen, right? I'm not. Yeah, of course. Willing anything. Nope. Uh, so Nate, you're starting um, Umbrella Academy. Y- yes, I am. I- I'm hoping it's good because you kind of. We're a little dismissive earlier in the show, but I think you've recanted. Mm. So, no, 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 no. It's not bad. No, okay, no, it's good. Okay. Watch it. You need to watch it no matter what. Uh, I'm enjoying it. There's a monkey that's that's talking, and it's kind of freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's last. That's last season. Yeah, I started from the beginning. Oh, oh. Yeah. I was gonna say that was last season. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Does that oh, mean the monkey it. goes away? No, you spoiled it. <laughs> God, you guys. So wait, the monkey dies. No, I didn't oh, say that. No, I did not. No, 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 no. You, no, you got to keep. No, I didn't say that. You got to keep in mind, and I'm not giving anything away. Uh, one of the major things that happens in Umbrella Academy is there's time travel, so they could hmm. be at a time where there's no monkey that speaks. Keep that in mind, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. That makes right. me feel better because yeah. he's my favorite character so far. All right, I can't believe I just used <laughs> those sentences <laughs> on the radio. They traveled to a time where there was no monkey that spoke. Possibly. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's what happened. I'm not ruining anything is okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Right. Fair enough. God, you got to be really careful. I don't want to ruin anything for anyone. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, are you guys watching anything new that you find exciting other than 90 Day Fiance or whatever that thing is? It is Shark Week. Don't forget, yeah. it's Shark Week. I, you know what? I've been watching Shark Week since I was a kid. I'm just, I'm yeah. over it. There's really nothing else to see, is there? Yeah, I mean, so they kind of have like one main feature and then they replay all this stuff all day. But I still think that Mike Tyson trying to knock out a shark is kind of hilarious. He was not abusing it. He wasn't punching a shark, but he was trying to put a shark to sleep. Like there's a way you can sort of hypnotize them. And it's fascinating. And trying to swat them away. <laughs> so you just spoiled it. Everyone was expecting like a round of him beating the hell out of a shark. Oh, my God. Oh, you know what? So this is totally unrelated. I think I told you guys this yesterday, but I just read a story about Mike Tyson where he apparently tried to pay a zookeeper $10,000 to unlock one of the cages of the gorillas so he could punch it in the face because he saw the gorilla bullying another gorilla. Tyson. (laughs) He would have been ripped to shreds. I was like, God, this guy is something else. Wow. Yeah, Frog. (laughs) You know... I know it's kind of been a while past, but yesterday you mentioned the wrong Missy again. So I asked Lisa last night, can we watch it again? She's like, no. She's like, you made me waste an hour and a half of my life (laughs) already watching that stupid movie. No. I'm not watching it again. I want to watch it again. That's not a waste. I think it is so funny. I love it. The wrong Missy is great, but I could never watch it twice. It just wears you out. That movie wears you out. You guys. I think I've watched it like five times. (laughs) I like you would. The wrong Missy. It's too funny. <laughs> hey, speaking of, Rob Schneider, didn't he have a special uh, come out last night or yes, yesterday? Yes, last Do we know night about on it? Netflix. Everybody was saying it, it's based and, on his life. I don't know. It's. I mean, it's a stand-up special based on his life, I think. All right. Uh, Got to take a break. We're back after this. What's up, Spazzy? Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. Hey there, it's Phoebe Rexa. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Here's something you can do right now to save money. Get honey. 
Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Duran. Hey, can I say something? Attention! 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 You gotta hear this. This is hilarious. Oh, God! Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming here. Oh, my God. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. I hear you every morning. By the way, I just laughed and a booger came out of my mouth. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Wow, so much going on. You know, we still have a cleanup uh, going on in the Midwest, in Iowa, after the big storms the other night. What's the latest on that, Gandhi? What are you seeing today? So they're saying it's going to be a multi-day cleanup because there's just so much damage and devastation. I know you talked about yesterday, so many crops were also damaged. The corn has been wiped oh. out. I mean, it is just no. a huge, huge project going on. And it's it's definitely in Iowa. There's a ton of cleanup happening in Chicago. I mean, the Midwest was just hit really hard yesterday, but, or two days ago by that derecho. Look, you may not be from the Midwest and may not understand the importance of corn, uh, as you know, corn is near and dear to my heart. I eat it every day. But uh, <laughs> when it comes to the farmers and the crops in Iowa, in the Midwest, that were damaged and devastated by this storm, uh, this is a serious thing. And we're listening right. to you. Also, uh, the the aftermath of the explosion in Beirut, those stories Ooh. are continuing to come out. Did you know our own uh, worst assistant, Anthony, uh, whose family is Lebanese, he was actually quoted in Forbes online uh, talking about his thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw that. What's going on there? Ah, he's such a he's such a superstar. He and Carla Marie are going to be rolling across the country during their podcast uh, since they blew them out of our station in Seattle. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to end up in New York. So I'm hoping we can all get together. Yeah. And, oh, that'd uh, be cool. Hang out with them. Yeah, they'd be great. Uh, let's see. College football. Oh, we were talking about this during the song. There are so many towns and cities across our country who they rely on college football every year it's like the biggest only thing going on like what's yep. going to happen have you guys yeah. thought about this devastation yeah. Absolutely. I mean, so I'm in Columbus, Ohio right now, and I graduated from the Ohio State University. Football here is fall. I mean, that is everything about autumn. There are parties. The restaurants depend on it. I mean, people come in from all over the place for the home games, and I cannot imagine this city without football this year. It's crazy to think about. And I know Nate, he went to Penn State. It's the same thing there, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a city of maybe thirty to 40,000 people. During, you know, most of the year, but on some weekends in fall, there's over 100,000 people there, 150,000. Right. So I don't know what's going to happen to a lot of these businesses, these restaurants, a lot of these places that rely on uh, booking hotel rooms, uh, selling beer even. I mean, there's so many people that rely on these people coming in to watch these games. I don't know what's going to happen. Wow. And Froggy in Florida. I mean, I know you you are a huge, huge football fan there. Yeah, I mean, I go to... I go to the University of Florida uh, Gator football games a lot. I mean, even the people that live around the university that depend on the money that they get from parking every single game, they charge a lot of money for people to tailgate in their in their lawns, and it's just it has just such a huge impact. And so, so far, uh, a couple of conferences have said they're not going to play in the fall. They're going to try and play in the spring, but the ACC and the SEC, which includes you know, the, the the Gators, uh, University of Georgia Bulldogs, Florida State, UM. Um, they have said that they want to try to play 
and play a conference only schedule. So you won't so you're going to lose some of the rivalry games that we're used to seeing at the end of the year, Florida Florida State or Florida State UM uh, will still play cuz they're both in the ACC, but these out of conference rivalry games that we're so used to, those won't be happening if we even have football. We could get started and then not and then some college athletes they're giving them the option to opt out and not play this year and gain another year of eligibility next year wow. once we have a wow. um you know a fix. Yep. Wow, look at that. Um, remember that band Smash Mouth? Yeah. <laughs> yes. They they are the world's most dangerous band. And I mean literally. Now, <laughs> years and years and years ago, we had uh, Smash Mouth as our guests at a big pool party we had in Puerto Rico, I think. Is <laughs> yeah. that right? right. Oh, really? We, we flew a bunch of listeners to Puerto Rico. And uh, in the middle of their set poolside at night, a lightning storm rolled through it. <gasps> The hotel management told us all to get inside the hotel. Rather than that, Smash Mouth did a conga line through the uh, the swimming pool yeah. during oh a, a lightning storm, and we all <laughs> followed. And the manager of the, of the uh, hotel came out and said, "You're never ever coming back to this hotel again." We were all banned from the hotel. Yeah, oh, well, that was no. <laughs> that was twenty something years ago, right? So now they went to this motorcycle rally, right? And they're once again they're putting people's lives on the line. They really want to kill us all. Smash yeah. mouth. What did they're they do? Dancing with death. Okay, they were the headliners of the Sturgis bike rally in South Dakota. And if you see pictures from this bike rally, there are just people standing on top of each other. I also had no idea that Smash Mouth was the soundtrack of bikers. There are just a lot of things happening here that I was unaware. We're learning of. a lot. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't know that bikers all love sound of uh, 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 them. Smash mouth. Smash mouth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so next time you uh, you get a, a an invitation to a Smash Mouth concert, I I, I don't know. It's, Bring it, your they, mask. They could kill you. You're dancing with death. <laughs> could, you're dancing with death. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. So we were at the store the other day and uh, Alex, we were in line, we're, we're next to be uh, checked out. And he says, hey, toilet paper, do we need some? I said, oh, yeah, I grab some just in case. Because now we have dogs, so we, we're picking up crap all the time. So we need more paper than ever before, right? <laughs> so he grabs this brand. I don't know. I've never seen it. It's some green label. I'm assuming, oh, it's bamboo. I don't know what it's made of. <laughs> Whatever. It's, cool. it, it was very cheap, okay? So, okay, beep, 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 check out. Get home. So this toilet paper ended up in our bathroom on the roll. When you pull it out, it's got holes in it. It looks like like stockings with runs. It's what? like it's like what? So I got another roll out and so I started inspecting inspecting that. Do you really think I mean obviously they can get away with selling toilet paper that has holes in it. It's like Already, there's no push through. They're already there. But how oh, the hell God. does that catch anything? Like that's yeah. all over your hands. That's not good. I don't that know. I don't. You got. You have to. You have to use twice as much and fold it up so the holes are covered. Oh no, no, so, no. So all I'm saying is this: there are many ways to save money at the grocery store. Do not cut corners when it comes yeah. to toilet paper. <laughs> no. Um, do you guys find yourself though stocking up? By the way, because all of my friends are stocking up again. Like uh -oh. for, oh my gosh, for the winter, because with the flu season and the threat of Corona getting worse again, they are thinking that there's going to be no more toilet paper again, no ah. more paper towels again, and they are stocking up like Scotty B stocks up. I'm not even <laughs> kidding you. Well, but here's the problem. Yeah. When we stocked up last time, it, we caused the problem. Right. right. I mean, we stocked up and well. hoarded stuff that we didn't need. Yep. What's up, Frog? Yesterday, we were in the grocery store and, of course, they have the one-way aisles. And the 
cleaning aisle with the uh, Lysol cans, we were we were on the wrong end of the aisle. You needed to be on the other end to go down that aisle. <laughs> and Lisa looked down and she saw about eight to ten cans of Lysol, and there is a one per person limit. She right. starts running down the aisle. I'm like, you're going the wrong, the way. wrong way. Yes. Oh God. There was nobody else on the aisle, so she was safe. She grabs her can. She's like, no, you go grab one. I'm like, no, we don't need another one. One is enough. <laughs> we don't need another one. And we're going yeah. the wrong way. She was so upset much. with me that I wouldn't grab a second can and go down the wrong way. I'm like, nope, not happening. I was wondering, what if you walked backwards? What if you like moonwalked backwards <laughs> up the wrong that. way? I I've done that. You moonwalked? Yes. Uh, Tracy on line four uh, calling from Cedar Rapids. Let's check in. We were, we were talking about a lot of topics here. Uh, Iowa out of power after the storm. Well, good morning. We're talking about... Uh, God, walking the wrong way down an aisle at a grocery store. Which one are you calling about, Tracy? So I'm from Iowa, and I about cried this morning when I heard you guys because we have had no power, no water, no radio, Ugh. nothing. I turned my car on, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like normalcy. Aww. It was wow. so exciting. Yay. You know what I think is funny, Tracy? Someone referring to us as normal. Yeah. <laughs> we're right. the most abnormal people you know. You know, It's like we're all screwed up. <laughs> Oh, so Cedar Rapids, uh, we have a lot of people in Des Moines who are now getting their power back today, some of them. And uh, but what a mess. But we do know that, you know, with the farmers, with the crops, I mean, it will affect oh, everything. It's not just it's, it's just not just an absence of corn. It devastates everything that th those farms rely on. Right. So how is this affecting you and your family, Tracy? It, I mean, for us, we were pretty blessed. We live out on an acreage and we lost almost all of our trees, but our house is fine. We just can't shower. We we don't have any, really have anything to eat except for pantry shelf food. Um, but right. again, we're fine. Um, we bought gallons of water so that we could flush our toilet. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. But it's 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 the little things that you don't think about appreciating. But we're safe and fine, and we're just cutting down trees. And hopefully, uh, thanks to the power people, we'll be back up and running. You know, hopefully by the weekend. Yeah. You know, we had a similar storm roll through New Jersey and then in the East Coast a, a week ago, right? And we, were, I was without internet for four days, so I couldn't work at, without power for a day and a half. Some people here are still without power out on Long Island, and it's pretty bad. It's kind of wild how we all got it. We all got hit, you know. But uh, look, it sounds like you're doing okay. As far as not bathing goes, is it? What's the temperature there? Is it hot? Um, it's like eighty, so it's not okay. That's great. not bad. Wow. Well, here in New York, it's going to feel like 100 degrees today. Ugh. And so Scotty B walked in the station. And Scotty, come here. You should hear what he said that smells like, Tracy. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> See if you can relate to this. Uh, when you walked into the hot radio station this morning, Scotty, what did it hey, smell like? So um, in elementary school, I'm sure most classes had a hamster cage, the little hamster tank. And so it smells like somebody didn't clean the pee in the wood shavings for about a month. That's Ugh. exactly, I mean, it took me back. It smelled exactly like my fourth grade Ugh. elementary school classroom as soon as I walked what in the did? studio. It was awful. So this, our studio smelled like a hot hamster cage. Yes. <laughs> yes, with lots God. of pee. Well, God. Well, at least, Tracy, you got, uh, are, are you going to work? Are you, is that what you're doing in your car? Yep. Yep. All right. Well, you, got, you have air conditioning waiting for you, don't you? You're good. Yes, I do. And I loved Cedar Rapids. Right. I used to live there. Yeah, by right. the uh, the plant, Yes, right? by the Quaker Oats factory over there. And General Mills was there too. It's so exciting to me.
<laughs> Calm down. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Tracy, thank thank you for listening to us. Yeah, it smells better oh driving goodness. by the General Mills Mills plant than it does right. walking by the hot hamster room. All right, yeah. well, have a beautiful day. Thank you, Tracy. Take care. Thank you. Uh, Rachel, calling about. Good morning. Hey, Rachel, you work at a hotel in Gainesville, Florida, so uh, you guys are definitely going to be affected by a non-season, correct? Yes. So we closed down. I mean, obviously, hotels have been extremely hit hard by COVID by itself. So we closed down for a little bit, and we just yesterday finally got our full staff back and everything. But if we don't have football, I mean, we're already seeing that it's going to be slow because the school's not really operating at full capacity with parents coming and everything. So if we don't have football, we're going to end up having to lay off everybody again. We already had a meeting about it yesterday. That's sad. You know, our our friends in the hospitality business, hotels and travel, restaurants, all have been hit just so hard. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's heartbreaking. We're just, we're just hoping people do the smart thing so we can tamp this thing down f- as fast as possible and hopefully get back to somewhat of an opening, a smart opening, you know? Hey, Rachel, all the best to you and everyone at the hotel in Gainesville, Florida. Sending our best wishes for you, okay? Thank you so much. Have a great day, guys. You too. You too. You too. Uh, it's yeah, really Frog. amazing. It's amazing how much these uh, towns operate off of college football. So, for example, mm-hmm. I had brain surgery during the off season at the University of Florida, where the Gators play. And so we would get a hotel. We could have a pick of any hotel we wanted. It was really inexpensive. It did not matter. But come football season, the town is just slammed with people. And it's crazy how much it changes. And that's their entire economy. All the businesses that depend on it, the people who live there. It really is such a huge impact this is having on these small towns. People are asking us uh, why it smells like a urine-infested hamster cage in our studios. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Either they can keep the AC off and not circulate the vid, or they can recirculate the air, make it cooler, with a chance that you're gonna you're gonna catch oh, a droplet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh so goodness. what do you choose? Do you want to be sweaty and safe, or cooler and taking a chance? Roll your dice. Right now we're getting fresh air from the outside. If you call it fresh, we put that in quotes. Yeah. Which New York, New York City. City. I mean, it's yeah. not. Hello. <laughs> it's not. I think I'd rather take my chance with the vid, to be honest. Have we, it's, how it's many sticky. people are actually in the building? Like seven uh, people? I About think ten. Yeah, ten on ten on our floors. I think yeah. maybe like twenty-five total. Oh, yeah. so right now it smells like enough. hot garbage. Yeah. So we'd rather oh. just we rather oh. tr- ch- chance the vid and have air conditioning. Mm. What? Oh, yes, it's Y'all not are bad. Nuts. It's not I bad. mean, they chance the vid with you every day anyway, Sayer. <laughs> so right. for them, it's yeah, you're like... glowing. <laughs> Scary's like glow, glow in the dark vid, vid man. Uh, <laughs> I don't got. All that. right, look, let's. Well, okay. Are we 100 percent sure of that, Gandhi? So the other day I posted a little meme on my Instagram story that said, you ever watch someone's story and just wonder, how do you not have the coronavirus yet? And I am not kidding you. I got over 100 responses of people being like, scaries. Yeah, scary, scary, scary. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, He's very I'm active. The rules. I'm very safe. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's get into the three things we need to know from Gandhi. Gandhi, what is going on? 
Oh, my goodness. So, first of all, Kamala Harris is making history, and we're very excited about that. She was officially chosen as Joe Biden's running mate. Barack Obama tweeted that he is she is more than prepared for the job. She spent her career defending the U.S. Constitution and fighting for folks who need a fair shake. He also called her an ideal partner. Sadly, Dr. Fauci is telling us not to believe Vladimir Putin's claims at all of a safe and effective vaccine because they are not the real deal. He says it's one thing to have a vaccine. It's another thing altogether for it to actually be safe and effective. Putin says that the vaccine was put through clinical trials and showed to be successful. However, there are reports that they skipped phase three of these trials, which is what's raising a lot of doubt from health specialists all around the world. And finally, how many of you have hurt yourselves doing something like grooming during this pandemic? Anybody? Waxing, tweezing, shaving? Oh, yeah. I've cut myself a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't shave ever. Okay. <laughs> well, you're not alone. They say that 34% of women say that their DIY treatments at home have ended in disaster, including missing eyebrows, streaky self-tans, green hair, waxing burns, all kinds of stuff. So, again... We really want stuff to open back up. Let's wear our masks so that we stop hurting ourselves at home. And those are your three things. Thank you, Gandhi. Taking a break. We're back after this. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death in a matter of minutes. If you see a child left unattended, call 911. If a child is unresponsive, do what it takes to get them out safely. Really? Okay. Um, where were we? <laughs> that was like the worst segue in the history of it radio. It really was. <laughs> what? Scary. Oh, yeah. Well, we I t- if, yeah. I'm, if I'm supposed to come on and do a, like a Taco Bell commercial, I, I, and you do a, a child kidnapping right. commercial. No, it's a heat stroke. I mean, it's heat stroke PSA. That we oh, had. better. Yeah. Better. It's a PSA yeah. for heat stroke. <laughs> oh, really? No, it sounded like a missing child didn't you hear missing children there? I heard no, I heard children. if a child is trapped in a, heart, a hot car and you see yeah. it, call 911. If you yeah. see something, say something. It's a campaign that all we've right. been running all summer. Well, once you cool that car off, drive it to Taco Bell. Yeah, good love. Yesterday was Taco Tuesday. And so I want to continue today. If you didn't get your tacos yesterday, they have this thing going on for a limited time at Taco Bell. It's the Taco and Burrito Cravings Pack. It has four crunchy tacos and four beefy five-layer burritos. I love these, but I love my crunchy tacos. Get it while you can get it. And get it for your friends. They know you get it. You get them. You'll love the four crunchy tacos and four beefy five-layer burritos in your taco and burrito cravings pack uh, for a limited time only at Taco Bell. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. You know, every once in a while, we'll, we'll put the Morning Show Challenge out there saying, hey, challenge today pick up the phone and call someone who you really, really just want to say hi to. Right. Reach out and, and ask someone how they're feeling. Like, hey, you know what? Just doing a little check. How you doing? I have a whole different morning show challenge for you today. I want you to call your mom and dad if they're both living and get them both on the phone at the same time and ask them, hey, mom, dad, which one of you is better in bed? Uh, oh, see what, see what happens. Sickest. <laughs> yeah. That should be illegal. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on. Lighten up. Gandhi, you could do it. No. Oh, God, Scary. no, I can't Scary do that. Could. No, oh, no. Oh, my what? parents, and, and we don't talk about sex. We never did. No. That would be the most embarrassing thing ever. Froggy, come on. Call your mom nope, and dad. there's Ask absolutely no way. 
I don't even think they do that anymore. They haven't done that in 20 years. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I definitely don't think Froggy's parents do that anymore. <laughs> well, you don't know that. I you know. don't no, know I, that. Trust me, I know that. I don't want to know. I don't no. think so. I don't think so. <laughs> like, worst case scenario, what if they actually answer? That would be terrible. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, Nate. Call your mom and dad. No. Oh, God, no. No, Elvis. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I say I'm, we call Scary's parents and ask them. Yeah. No. Scary's. No. Nope. nope. I mean, I'm sad no. that I can't call my dad and ask him, but I don't think he'd appreciate this question anyway. <laughs> of course he wouldn't. I love you, Actually, dad. Actually, you know what? I bet your dad would kind of laugh at it yeah. a little bit. No, he'd be like, dad. oh, I'm not going to answer that. You're crazy. He'd be like, Danny. Danny. Yeah. Danny. Danny. <laughs> Dumb question. Well, let's assume then. Uh, Gandhi, assume. Which one do you oh. think is better? I'd rather poke <laughs> out my eyes and ears and brain. I have no idea. I can't even think about it or picture it. I just, I hope I was a test tube baby or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. So I guess we're not going to do that. <laughs> we could go around the room. Come on, oh let's gosh, go. Let's see what's on the minds of those who don't want to call their parents and ask them who's better in bed. We'll start with you, Froggy. What's going on with you today? You know, it's funny how certain things really trigger certain people. Like, for example, if you remember a couple weeks ago, we've all been going through the pandemic since March, but when they canceled Halloween Horror Nights, that really threw Danielle for a loop. Like, yes. that's when crap got yep. real. Yeah. Okay. At so Universal? I just had a buddy mm -hmm. of, I had a buddy of mine who is texting me now. He's like, okay, you know what? I've been able to handle all this other stuff, but if they cancel college football, I'm going to lose it. I'm like, wait <laughs> yeah. a second. So, so everything up until now really didn't mean crap. You're really only worried if we lose college football. It's funny how there's certain things that trigger you, and that's when yeah. you know, okay, well, you're, okay, this is for real. Well, it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. It's like, okay, enough has been taken away from me, but now this? No. Right, right, I refuse. Right. <laughs> All right. I got it. I got it. What's up, Gandhi? So yesterday, right around this time, I told you guys that I had gotten my little chameleon to start holding things, and he was holding a trident, and I posted the picture on Instagram. Instagram is an interesting thing because a lot of people heard that and did not go look at the photo and people started cursing me out in my DMs talking about how dare you give your chameleon trident. They thought I was feeding my lizard gum. No. I said, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's no, not it. I gave him a trident to hold and it was funny, but I, I guess they didn't even go look at the picture. They just assumed and I got yelled at yesterday, but I think we have settled it and everything's fine now. Yep. It is a trident, not trident. People going off online. Yes. Remember, God, do these people vote? They just, they just, they don't even worry. They just, up, up, I'm firing away right away. So sad. So yeah, sad. Exactly. Uh, what's up, Danielle? So uh, it is officially going into the fall season soon because I was given candy corn yesterday and I walked by the Spirit Halloween and it says hiring and I got no. so, so, so excited because I know it's going to be a different Halloween this year. But even if I am sitting at home in a costume by myself, it's not going to be weird. I'm going to enjoy myself <laughs> and it's going to be okay. I'm telling myself it's going to be okay. And by the way, my son gifted me with a candy corn container yesterday. I would like you all to know he has eaten half of it. And I'm oh, like, nice. It's not a gift when you eat half of what you've given me. That's right. not cool. <laughs> so, but it was delicious. Oh, nasty. Yeah. Oh, candy corn's yeah, amazing. I hate that candy corn. <laughs> so good. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh like uh, Halloween and putting on costumes and stuff. Yeah. Whatever costume you choose this year, it has to be compatible with a mask. Have you thought that through? True. Oh yeah. Good call. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. All right. Uh, what's up, Scary? 
Uh, if you are a woman on JDate, the Jewish online dating site in the New York area, would you kindly uh, report this guy whose name is Arthur, 37-year-old Jewish doctor with a PhD, to the site? Because it's my picture he's using. He stole a picture of me on a rooftop um, of a cathedral in Barcelona, and he's taken it, and he's called it Arthur, 37 years old. People have reported this to me, but I want someone to get in touch with this guy and tell him to take these pictures down because he's catfishing women around New York City, and that's all I'm going to say. Please. Well, I got I have, I have a couple of questions for you. Uh, there it is. First of all, do we really think his name is Arthur and he's a Ph.D.? He's a doctor right. if, nope. he's, if he's going to lie about who he looks like. And, okay, and don't get me wrong. If you're going to go on a, a dating site, are you going to use scaries? No offense. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Like, if he's using well, scaries, it's like, wait, if he's using scaries picture, how ugly is the guy? Like, that's my Oh, oh God, I just see. Wow. <laughs> All I'm saying down. is this. If you're going to be catfishing people and lying about who you are, why would you? I wouldn't use your. Fo- I wouldn't use my photo. You know what I'm saying? I would. I would go all the way. Use a photo of some hot guy. Yeah. Maybe he <laughs> wants to be believable, credible. Like I'm. But do I even? Then why look- did he say 37? Do he? Do I even look Jewish? I'm, yeah, I'm he, from he's the Catholic a Catholic cathedral in Barcelona. Well, okay. First, first of all, so. first of all, you don't. Uh, you don't look Jewish, really. You can. <laughs> Jewish people look like all different types yes, of people. So you could pass. Right? Okay. Okay. Maybe I could pass for All right, well, uh, Let's get into what? sound with Garrett. Garrett, let's yes. go. Hi, okay. Garrett. Hey, good morning. Let's move on. So speaking of sharks, uh, let's uh, Shark Week last night, Will Smith. Uh, Hold on. Was- you know what? I'm a little at the end of my rope. My dog is barking his head off. Shut up. I can hear it. I can hear going, my kids are going crazy, too. There's something. Stop it. Why Who's are they all Bob going Barker? crazy at is the same that, time? Is, is that Max or, the, or Ollie? No, no, that's Max. Max is upstairs bar- barking at someone who's here. I don't know it. Stop it. <laughs> I got right, my five-year-old watching Paw Patrol over. Calm, it's easy. It's all right. Don't worry. All right. All right. Let's all right. Okay. Let's, let's Will Smith center. Okay. Yes. yes Will Smith ahead. last night, Shark Week. He was about to jump in with sharks and asked a very poignant question and got an answer that I think he didn't expect. So the sharks w- will come in and we will be allowed to touch them. What are our signals that we, you're like touch or don't touch? There will be nobody stopping you. There are no signals, so right. wow. touch at your own risk. Um, let's move over to hockey. We don't talk about hockey much, but it was very exciting last night. Tampa Bay, uh, they were playing the Columbus Blue Jackets. The game was over six hours long. They went into five overtimes, and this is what it sounded like after the winning goal. Keeps it in for Kucherov, right circle shot blocked. Rebound Sergachev, right circle, Kucherov shoots blocked. Point high slot. Shoot! Score! 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 Braden Point! Braden Point! Braden Point! The Lightning win it! They win it in the fifth overtime! Three to two! Six hours. Do you think he's having a stroke? He's having a stroke there, I think. (laughs) Well, he he also has been talking for six hours. That's not Maybe. what mine sounded like. So just <laughs> okay, just, just so you know. <laughs> All right, uh, we get some new music from Charlie Puth. A little tease. Uh, he's working with Black Bear. This is called "Hard on Yourself." Why you gotta try so hard? Counting calories and carbs. Another trip across the world. I go so hard trying to make you feel just like a queen. You don't need a camera to make a scene. We're born like that, no Maybelline. When you first wake up, you're bad to me. 
Yep. So we'll it's hear good that to hear from Charlie Puth. Oh, yes, we'll hear that very soon. All right. We've all heard uh, this from mom at least once in our life, where mom walks into the house and she goes, what is this mess? But the thing in here is the kids in this house decorated for mom's birthday. So it's all birthday decorations, but mom didn't notice that until the end. Look, all of this still waiting for mother because nobody can do this. Organize this kitchen. Nobody. Look up. I love her. She's like a typical mom. I don't know why I even bother coming into this kitchen because it always looks like a tornado went through. I try to clean up and all I do is clean up after you. That's such a mom. Like, yes. Stop bitching and moaning, mom. All right. Um, I don't even know why I try. <laughs> birthday. How dare right, is that they? it? Uh, oh, very quickly. Uh, okay. Listen to. Hold li on. Listen. Shut up. <laughs> me, me or the dogs? No, not you. No, okay. I want you to continue. <laughs> the right. dogs need to hush. Listen to how excited Scary is uh, to get some chocolate chip cookies. Give me some of this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would be so intimidated if I was that cookie. Sounds like the oh cookie monster. God, <laughs> the creepy uncle you don't leave your kids with. All right, and then right, finally, Thank you, Garrett. Oh, right. there's more? Okay, keep going. Very quickly. Uh, we all had that this annoying... This longer than that soccer game last night. <laughs> It was hockey. I can be done if you want. Um, no, go, go. The, the, uh, someone's neighbor was blowing a, uh, their leaf blower at 7 o'clock in the morning, so the guitarist for Toto said, you know what, I'm going to get back at this guy. So he broke out his guitar and started playing at 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good neighbor. <laughs> Leaf blower has nothing on that. I wish he would come over and play to my dogs. <laughs> oh, Lord, oh. Well, he didn't like right, that well, comment. <laughs> thank you, Garrett. Have a you're fabulous right. day. You're a good American. What's for breakfast, by the way? Oh, we're we're making uh, breakfast quesadillas. Where I'm slipping oh. some vegetables in there too. I'm microwaving a dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, thank you, Garrett. <laughs> Tiffany is on line 20. Let's go see if we can hear her. <laughs> Hello, Tiffany. Hi. 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 What's going on? So I, I texted in. I asked my mom, and she says she's better in bed. Oh. Than your dad? Oh, my gosh. You asked. <laughs> oh, no. Crazy. no so you weren't, you weren't a little uncomfortable having that conversation with your mom? No, my mom and I actually have a very open relationship when it comes to talking about the sex and bedroom things. Now, my dad's a totally right. different story. He doesn't even want to, I'm a nurse, he doesn't even want to think about me seeing male genitalia, but my mom's <laughs> totally open about it. Wow. We love, mom yeah. loves the male genitalia. <laughs> yeah. My mom does well, love the male genitalia. I can sort of see why maybe she's better in bed. She's she's uh, relaxed. She's not uptight about it. I, I love that. I love that you can have that dialogue with your mom. Mm -mm. Yes. Oh, boy. Very. Well, she's right. a very adventurous person, too. I'm not quite sure how they ended up together, but they make a good couple. Well, you know, the yin-yang thing works out for a lot of people. I mean, are you more like your mom or your dad? Oh, I'm definitely more like my mom. There you go. Mm. Well, look, thank you, Tiffany. Thanks for falling oh. into the trap. I was like, I wouldn't think anyone would actually call their parents. Now I'm wondering how many people actually call their mom and dad to find out which one was better in bed. Oh. Thanks for doing it. You're fabulous. Yeah. You're fun. 
Let me tell you something quick. She actually had a friend who said he, if she was single, he would have a two, uh, a threesome with her and I. That's how open our relationship is. So. Oh wow. wow. For wow, the love of God. Yeah, the longer we have you on, the more we learn. All right, well, well, excellent. Well, thank you so much. Have a great day, Tiffany. Thanks. You too. Uh, people are yelling. Elvis is a complete douche to Garrett today. Let the man do his job. His segments are the best. I know they are. I got dogs barking. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> it's more than usual. You sure no one's like breaking into the house? Maybe <laughs> right. there, is someone, there is someone here doing something. And, oh, okay. You know, all right. Let me, okay. let me delete this <laughs> idiot. All right. All right. So uh, Danielle's report is on the way. What do you have coming up, Danielle? We'll talk about Carol Baskin. Did she bury her ex-husband somewhere? What's the matter, Scary? What? I want Elvis to look at the screen. That's all. Oh. I'm not doing a live commercial next. I'm not. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Let's, ta let's take a break. I need I need to go find out why the dogs are barking murder upstairs. Okay, we'll be back after this. Yeah, yeah, no, we're done with you. Oh, my. <laughs> you can go away now. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I want to tell you that you guys make my day every single day. Just love you guys so much, man. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, I think the dogs have calmed down. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> oh, they're antagonizing you on purpose. <laughs> I think they are. They really are. Yeah. <laughs> they're, over there, they're over there chewing on their toys. All right, this is good. This is good. Let's just let's all stay nice and calm, so the dogs will stay nice and calm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I need something new to start watching on uh, TV tonight. Oh, mm. tonight! I've got mm. I've got all the streaming services. I got I have every one of them. Which one okay. should I go to tonight? I'm finished with Umbrella Academy. I'm finished with Perry Mason. And you're not into Shark Week? Not your thing? No. No. Okay. No. Done. Dang it! What Nate? Nate's I... pretty good. He, you and I usually line up with I the, the same show. I heard about. This one, and it's a true story, but they turned it into like a docu series with people playing the parts of the people that were involved. <laughs> and it's called The Act, and I think it's on Hulu. And it's about this little girl who had this overprotective mother that told the daughter that she's sick, but she's not mm -hmm. sick. Oh, yeah. And the mother used this little girl pretending she was sick to get like a make a wish wish mm -hmm. and go to like put on, uh, you know, uh, like benefits for her. And then. I don't know if I'm giving it away, but it's a true story, so I feel like I can. And then the daughter has the mother killed. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. You just ruined Whoa. the whole thing. Oh, I'm not going to watch that now. The daughter is the mom killed. I saw it. What did you just do? I saw a special <laughs> on this. This is like it's, no joke, but this is a real problem yes. that people have where for some reason pa some parents make their kids think that they're sick by giving them medicine that they don't really need right. and whatever. Yeah. And and this happened to be one of the things that happened in one of the stories. Yeah. Well, I know, but he just ruined the whole thing, Danielle. He just spoiled it. Yeah, you spoiled it. I'm Not sorry. You spoiled it. For once, it wasn't Danielle. <laughs> I'm sorry I spoiled it, but it's a news story. And it was, I feel like yeah. that would get you to watch it, but it's Danielle's right. It's called uh, Munchausen Syndrome by Proxy. Mm -hmm. And it's it when, is. It is. When you, yeah, exactly what Danielle said. And it's is so interesting that I feel like even if I gave away the ending, yeah. you would want to know what built up to that. Well, I'm glad you think that. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm going to watch the whole thing knowing that she's going to kill her mom. I'm so. sorry. I didn't mean to spoil it. <laughs> 
I think you would like Investigation Discovery on Netflix. There are so many episodes, and it's just it's mind-baffling how people kill people and how they figure it out. And the littlest, teeniest, teeniest piece of evidence left behind is is something that could just blow the whole case open, and you would never think of it. It's just it's a really it's amazing to watch. I, I like this. Someone just sent a text. Did you watch Downton Abbey? Yes, I did. Yeah. I love Downton Abbey. I thought that was awesome. I didn't think I would ever like it because the people I knew back in the day who liked it, I didn't like them. So I'm thinking, well, <laughs> if they like it, I wouldn't like it. But then I found out I liked it too. So there you have it. All right, we'll find something to watch. Let's get into the Danielle report. Danielle, yes. I know your big story is about a, they think possibly they may know where Carol Baskin's dead husband is located. Yes. That's the rumor right now. We'll so, see. So Jack Smith, the spokesman who now reps uh, Don's family, Don Lewis, that's her missing husband, he says that he and some internet sleuths have joined forces to get to the truth. And they believe that he is buried on Carol's sanctuary under a septic tank system. So he... There are these two receipts that she has of two septic tank systems that she did put in. One receipt is dated way before he died. And then the other is dated way after he died. But they're saying, no, 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 no. She's lying. They have paperwork showing that there was actually work done and there was actually a septic put in right around the time he did die. So they are saying they have proof that he could be buried under the septic tank. Dun, dun, dun. Not anymore. <laughs> they warned her. She's probably already dug it up. I don't put anything past her. So they want, you know, I guess to dig it up and see what CB's there. We'll see what happens. Uh, congratulations may be in order for Ed Sheeran and his wife, Cherry. The word on the street is that they may be pregnant with their first child, that they are due to give birth this summer, that they've been keeping it a secret, and that it was kind of easy during the pandemic because they didn't have to be out and about. Everybody was at home. So maybe it's true. We'll see. Uh, August 11th, 2014, that was the day that Robin Williams passed away, that he took his own life. Now, 2014 was a while ago. Uh, yesterday was the 11th. His daughter came out. She was speaking about mental health and talking about resources, places that you can turn if you do indeed need help, telling people to reach out. And if you see somebody in need, ask them if they need help. And if you need help, she was giving you the resources of places that you could reach out to. Also, Steve Irwin. Remember when Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, passed away? His oh, yeah. kids were yes. little. Well, can yep. you believe his daughter, Bindi, is pregnant now with her first child? I wow. can't even. Well, it, he's been gone for a long time, Danielle. I know. <laughs> when, when, that, when I see Bindi and his, the brother, I still, I'm like, they're still in my head, little kids. It's still crazy for me to see them on the animal planet all the time. But, but they're big now. Uh, anyway, New York Comic Con going virtual. I'm so upset about this because I know it has to happen, but I love going there in costume every year. But this year, Comic Con not happening anywhere. Uh, the Javits Center, uh, just like San Francisco, it'll all be on YouTube from October 8th to the 11th. That's what will be happening there. And Lady Gaga was talking with Apple Music. Um, she was being very open and honest with her fans about sensitive subjects and her mental health. And she says, I can't always control things that my brain does. She says, I have to take medication to stop the process that occurs. She was also talking about why she's been going through this, the kinds of medication that she was on. And she says, I know I have mental issues, and I know that they can sometimes render me non-functional as a human. So she's, she's always been so open and honest wow. with her fans. That's one of the things we love about Gaga. America's
America's Got Talent, the live show tonight. Kelly Clarkson will be front and center for Simon because you know he just had back surgery. World of Dance is uh, closing things out with their season finale. You've got some Married at First Sight. And, of course, there's always Perry Mason. Elvis loved it. Yes. And, yeah. and so did uh, Nate, Nate. liked it. Yeah. Loved it. So you can watch that. You know what? That's my Daniel. Here's a challenge. Why don't you go get HBO Max or whatever it's on, or you can do HBO uh, on demand on your cable, whatever. Okay. Watch it. Just see what you think. I think you'll be a little surprised. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Open your mind. Okay. Okay. It's not an old. It's not an old granny's show. It's not. Thank you. Um. Oh, did you see Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner's baby? No. No. What's so on? cute. Oh, and I gotta go look. My God. Do a Google. Do a search. Baby huh. Joe Jonas. Anyway, yeah. Do a search. Check. Check that out. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we will be back after this. Uh, Sarah, thank you for listening to us. And, uh, thank you guys so much. I've been listening for over 20 years. This is insane to me. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Ah, my number one money-saving trick when I'm doing all my shopping online. Of course, it's honey. Do what we do. A lot of us here are on uh, honey all the time. It's the best shopping experience ever. Honey is a free browser extension. It searches the web for coupon codes, automatically applies for the best one, throws it in your cart, and you immediately save money when you're checking out. No more searching for coupon codes and hoping they actually work. Honey does all of that for you. The way they do it, they partner with uh, over 30,000 online vendors, and they find available discount promo codes, so we'll shop on their websites, which we're going to be doing anyway. They make the sale. They, they give you the best deal every time. It's a total win-win. So the next time you're shopping online, do it the smart way with Honey. The best part, it's completely free to use, installs in seconds, and it's from our friends at PayPal. We trust them. It literally takes two clicks to install Honey on your browser, and after that, every time you shop, Honey is shopping with you. Go to joinhoney.com Duran and get started. Add Honey. It's easy. Start saving right now. Joinhoney.com Duran. That's joinhoney.com Duran. Oh, oh my, my God! God. It, you, you guys are out of your, your friggin', friggin' mind. This is Elvis Duran in the morning show. Hey, I'm hearing more and more uh, behind-the-scenes talk about this year's iHeartRadio Music Festival uh, coming up next month. It looks interesting. Just letting you know. Uh, the lineup is set up so far. I think they're going to add some more to the lineup, and uh, they're going to produce it make it look nice and slick and it's not going to be like people sitting in their living rooms on zoom they're actually putting a lot of money and precaution into making this thing look awesome that's awesome. cold play kane brown with khalid keith urban migos miley cyrus thomas red usher and of course bts yeah it's gonna it's gonna be just pretty amazing the 2020 iheart radio music festival uh live on the cw app and on cwtv.com september 18th and 19th uh, and I, I think I may be interviewing some of the uh, the performers. We'll see. I don't know how oh, we're going to do cool. it. We'll figure it out. It's iHeart. We, we, we have miracles. <laughs> we, do, we, we commit miracles every day. Livia is on line 24, interviewing for a new job, her first interview in 10 years. Let's talk about it. Livia, how Hello, are you? Hello, how are you? I am, well, first, I'm very nervous. I was really nervous about the interview, but now that I'm on the phone with you guys, my heart is racing. Oh no, you're going to be fine. You're going to own it. So you I haven't was, interviewed in over in over 10 years for a job. I mean, what's your job job situation? Did you can did you discontinue working when the pandemic hit or what? 
Well, um, I had a small business that I owned. Uh, my mom actually passed it on to me. And I was looking for a little bit more of a structure, you know, after the pandemic hit, I realized that I needed more structure for a business. You know, it's really hard being the face of the company and doing all of that. So I figured it was time to kind of go back and, you know, really, I guess, um, focus on growing as a professional, business professional. So I, I started that. applying for jobs and I have an interview today at 1030 in the morning and I have been practically up all night, you know, doing questions and kind of going over what my answers are going to be. So I was wondering if you guys can give me a little pre-interview interview. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't have to be uh, sp- specific, but what, what sector are you interviewing for? Like what business is it? Okay. So it's uh, an insurance company um, with uh, claims reviewing. So it's, uh, I don't know if I could say the company's name, but it's like life claims and I'm going to be a claim reviewer. So when your significant other passes away, the beneficiary uh, submits a claim in and then I review the claim, see if you're eligible for the amount and then I pay out to the family. Oh, well, that's a very, very important job. All right. Okay, cool. You know, my first question I would ask you, I'm not going to ask it now, but I'm just going to give you a general, general idea, is I would ask you how you believe this job is different now than it was six months ago. Like, how, how do you think our clients want to be represented and uh, treated differently now than six months ago? Like, what sensitivities should you be applying to your conversations? Because, you know, look, you know, it is a rough time, and they're also talking about, you know, losing a family member. I mean, have you, have you thought about how you would answer a question like that? Yes. So I feel that, you know, life insurance, what people see at the end of that, you know, you, you, pay, into, you pay into the service, right, because you never want to use it. But unfortunately, we do live now in an era where you gr- you're going to have some people are using this. And for the families, this is their last source of income because you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So I know a lot of these beneficiaries are seeing this as, hey, this is what I need to pay my mortgage. This is what I need to pay the funeral expense. And this is a tough time for everyone. So I do feel that you need to have that sensitivity when you're speaking to that beneficiary and making sure that you have all the proper documents so you can pay that claim out as fast as possible so they know, hey, whatever this company is, XYZ, they have my back. They're going to make sure that my kid can still go to college and I can still pay for their tuition or that my mortgage is going to be paid on time or that I'm going to have some kind of a cushion that now that I've lost my significant other, I can still make ends meet and figure out what tomorrow is going to be. Okay, well, that's all fantastic. But at the end of the day, they want, the insurance company wants to appear as if they care, and they do, but they, do, they don't want to do a complete payout sometimes. Right. You know what I'm saying? They, they want to make it as difficult as possible to give that money. I don't know they if don't. this particular company does that, but I think that's cool. I think you should get the job done. I mean, I, I never really thought about that, but you know, no, when it comes time for insurance payouts, they don't want to think about how. They just want to get it done and move on, right? I get yeah. it. But I also believe I that you have to have a little bit of a sensitivity in this job because you can't look at it as just like, Hey, this is another claim. We either pay it or deny it. You know, um, I feel that you need to have a uh, sensitivity with the person you're actually having that conversation with because the people who are calling right. you are, is, is the wife or the son or the, you know, the parent. So I'm hoping that I have that in me to just, you know, keep going. No, it sounds like you do. Absolutely. 
Hey, um, what was your question for me, Nate? I want to know the last time you went on an interview, Elvis. Ooh. Wow. Oh, wow. God. Uh, huh. <laughs> 30-something years? Wow. Nice. I, I don't know. You'd be really rusty in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing I don't need one. <laughs> anyway, I, it sounds like you have all the answers. I, I would definitely break it up a little bit and ask them questions or just ask them how they feel about what you just said or if they can add to what you said. Because otherwise, you could, okay. I mean, you were you were you were spewing out a lot of information. If you could stop every once in a while after you have a complete thought and go, "What do you think?" I mean, am I am I sort of on track with that and see and get their feedback and it it allows them a chance to intervene and have a conversation rather than just listening. I I think it's uh -huh. great. I think it's awesome. Oh, go get them. Don't, don't don't be nervous. Oh. You have all the answers. Yeah. Just go be go I be mean, yourself. It's been, it's been ten years though, you know, and I'm and I'm completely trading. Uh, what I did before to something new before, you know, right Good. now I own a residential cleaning business. So it's, I'm it's going a whole from different business. two different. Yes, absolutely. Well, and let them know that I'm so excited about uh, a new chapter here. I want, I want to apply life's lessons to a whole, a whole new world and I am ready to do it. Let us know how you do go do the interview and call us tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, do. All right. Good. Best of luck. Break a leg, Hi. as they say in show business. There you go. Thanks for listening to us. Yeah, you know what? It's got to be an exciting yet very, very nerve-wracking day to go sit there in front of someone and basically be judged on what you say and how you look and oh, yeah. how you smell. Yeah. You know? yeah. What's scary? I think it's important to ask the employer questions back. You were saying have a conversation, but like literally take take like real stock and like uh, like you're really interested in the company and maybe do some challenging questions and throw a little curve at them. I'm just saying. When's the last time you interviewed for a job? It's been a long time for any long, of us have interviewed. It's been 25 yeah. years for all of us, but. Not you know. me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not Gandhi. She's the latest one. Uh, okay. So three things. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Yes. Three things we need to know from Gandhi. Then we take right. a break. Give you a little phone tap from Dave Brody, I believe. Uh, we've got more to do. We've got more to go. Let's do it. You're up, Gandhi. What's going on? All right. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will officially kick off their campaign for the White House today. They'll appear together for the first time at an event in Biden's hometown of William Wilmington, Delaware. Harris, whose mother came from India and whose father is Jamaican, is making history as the first woman of color on a major party presidential ticket. Jelaine Maxwell, the one-time girlfriend of Jeffrey Epstein, wants to be moved from her New York jail cell. Her lawyers say she's subjected to round-the-clock surveillance and numerous body scans as she faces charges of recruiting and grooming underage girls to be sexually abused. She's no longer on suicide watch and is upset about the conditions. They're asking the judge to take her out of solitary confinement so she can be prepared for her trial. And finally, if you are a fan of Dr. Pepper, you might be waiting on it for a while. I don't know if you guys Damn. saw the story, but the coronavirus is pandemic this? is caught. It's a shortage. It's terrible. Oh. The I know. The company says hang tight. They are working with manufacturers to get distribution back up. They encourage every Dr. Pepper fan to continue checking their local retailers. But if you don't see Dr. Pepper for a while, that's what's going on. And those are your three see things. This is like we were saying the other day, that restaurant in town that goes out of business and you're so pissed off, but you, then again, you realize you haven't been to that restaurant in right. 45 years. And yeah, so you've exactly. never been there to support them. It's just, I love Dr. Pepper. I haven't had a Dr. Pepper in a dozen years. So so now that you've mentioned that we can't get it, now I really want it. Now See you want it. See what you've done? See what they've done? Yeah. Sorry. 
Damn it, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> All right, let's, let's take a break. Your phone tap coming up after Elvis Duran. Who the hell are you? And the morning show. Tonight. MTV's Catfish is back with all new, all virtual episodes, and it's wilder than ever during lockdown because even Catfish work from home. Don't miss all new episodes of Catfish tonight, 8 o'clock, 7 central, only on MTV. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. Dear Elvis, my mother, whose name is Dorissa Del Velvet, she's a real spaz, that Dorissa Del. She avoids bill collectors and credit card companies, so she rarely ever answers the phone. When she does answer, she curses and yells at anyone calling about her bills. She would be a great phone tap victim. She owes money to everyone, including four different cell phone companies at the same time. So why don't you give her a call and uh, let her know she owes some money. Or, or call her and tell her she's approved for a credit card or something. I don't know. Whatever. My mother has lots of problems with her credit card company, so this will be great. Coming to us from Tiffany. All right, Tiffany is phone tapping her mother, Doris Adele Velvet. And David Brody is calling from the credit card company. And the daughter, Tiffany, will join in. Let's listen in to today's phone tap. Hello. Hello, I'm looking for Dorissa Dell Velvet. Yeah. Who's this? Uh, Bob Shandy from CN Credit Union. She's not in. No, no, this side. I'm not looking to collect any money. I did some work with your daughter, Tiffany. Yes, she, she just called and told me. Right, right. So uh, we specialize in people with uh, outstanding balances and collection agencies. And we get them a credit card. We take care of all your bills. And this way you just owe us the money. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so what I need first from you before we get started is I just need you to list all the companies you owe money to so I can kind of get an estimate of what we're dealing with here. The only thing I didn't pay is the So why, why aren't you paying the Well, I had no more money, and then I went on sick leave, and I haven't been back to work yet. I don't go back to work till next month. Uh-huh. All right, you can tell me the truth. Were you just scamming the job right now? No, I didn't have a job. I work at Target, but I'm on medical leave. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. But... Yeah. I want to pay them. Right. How long are you going to be milking this fake illness for? Another couple of weeks? It's no, it, you know what? The hell with you, and I'm going to call my daughter and let her know not to deal with you neither. Okay? You d***. It ain't a fake. Okay, so... She's calling me. She's calling you? All right, okay. conference me in. Hello? Yeah. If that little... I can't even say the word because TJ's in here. He called me back. He was asking me, you know, what bills... That I have left, and I tell him the Sprint is the only bill I didn't do. He was like, "Well, why didn't you do it? You trying to scam him?" I was like, "No, I was out sick." I told him, "I told him everything. I messed up everything. Oh my goodness, just be nice to him." You know what? You know what? I'm not even talking. I'm done with this because you're having a fit, and he's getting on me, telling me I'm lying about me being sick. I don't joke about like that. I damn near died in a hospital. Well, you're not dead. You're alive now. But I need this credit card. Listen, if you don't get the card, she don't get the card. You know what I mean? If you have his number and stuff, Tiffany, I can call the Better's Business Bureau because I got all of this on record. Learn to be dignified and do business the way you're supposed to do it. I know how credit cards work, and you cannot not give her one because I don't want one. You haven't paid a bill since 1989. How would you know about credit cards?
Well, you're screwing over your daughter because I told her if she wants the card, it's got to be a... I'm over you. You cannot make me get a credit card, and I won't. It's not like you're going to pay it once you get it. You are no longer relevant. All I got to do is sign you up. I don't... You are no longer relevant. Okay, that's a double negative. That means I am relevant. I'm Tiffany, tell you... I'm not giving him any of my information. I'm not giving him nothing. And he's going to come out his face and tell people how they're lying. That's not business ethics. He's probably not even a real business. All right, Velvet. But that's not how they talk. Tiffany, I think your mother owes me an apology. I ain't apologize for his Please, him. And you want me to apologize to him. And you don't know nothing about him. I know his name is Bob. That's all you know. And this how many Bobs are there? Check him out before you do anything. Because he could be the type of scam artist where you'll be paying him for the rest of your life. You wanted me to give my private information to someone you don't even know. And you gave him your private information. Hello? Identity theft is a So all you know is his name is Bob. Let's get real. I'm old enough to see fraud when I see it. And the way he was coming out of his mouth, I already knew he wasn't real. But you were too naive to know any of this. And then you want to try and push it on me? That don't even rock that way. Uh, Darissa Dell, no more headaches. I wanted to tell you my real name is David Brody. And I'm calling from Elvis in the morning show. And you just got phone tapped. I was going to wring her neck. Ah, uh, well, you've been phone tapped. I'm sorry. You're not mad. <laughs> no, no, because it was fake. If it was real, I'd have to give you your first ass beating of your life. Elvis Duran phone tapped. Don't mess with Darissa Del Velvet. Mom. This phone tap was pre recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. CVS pharmacists have a proprietary search tool that analyzes ways to help lower your prescription costs. Come in or call today to get a free prescription savings review at CVS. Savings vary. Not all patients are eligible for savings. Ask pharmacists for details.